used to be together Every day together Always <clears throat> I really feel <clears throat> Like I'm losing my best friend Bitch, I'm gonna start crying I can't believe this could be the end Come on It looks as though Sing it with me You're Letting go, sing. And if it's real, well, I don't want to know. Doom, 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 don't speak. I know just what you're saying. Come on, so please stop explaining. Sing, don't tell me, cuz it what? Uh, na, 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 na. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking, and I don't need your reasons. Don't tell me cause it hurts. Our memories, they can be inviting, but some are altogether mighty frightening as we die. Both you and I. With my head in my hand, I just sit and cry. Doom, 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 don't speak. I know what you think, saying, so please stop explaining. Come on, don't tell me, cause it hurts. Dun, 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 don't speak. I know what you're thinking, singing, I don't need your reasons. Don't tell me, cause it hurts. Whoa. It's all ending, I gotta stop pretending who we are. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast, I'm your host Solomon Ray. A beautiful rendition of No Doubt, Don't Speak. Um, shout out to... Um, white people music it's that's that's a good white people song don't speak honestly no doubt really do got some bops let me i'm gonna go through some of my favorite no doubt songs let me see um don't speak is cute just the girl is bomb that's really good hella good is not my favorite that's not really underneath it all is good um, they have another song on the Return of Saturn album that I really love called Simple Kind of Life. Ooh, and Magic's in the Makeup. Ooh, Artificial Sweetener's good, too. Mm-hmm. Ex-Girlfriend is kind of all right. What else? What else? Their last... Well, I don't know if it's their last album. I didn't really like the Rocksteady album. Uh-uh. That hey, baby, hey, baby, hey. Nope, not it. Um... There's another album I really like. The Push and Shove album. Yes. I really did like that. Settle Down is good. Push and Shove. Easy is good. Anyway, so shout out to No Doubt. Who are some comparable artists to No Doubt? Hmm. Garbage. Okay, we live for... Ooh, there's Natalie and Bruglia. Oh, Yes. I don't really know to anything else besides Torn. Bitch, let's listen to Torn a little bit. Come on, Natalie. Ah, Natalie! Natalie! Singing, Natalie. Uh. Brought to life. Come on, Natalie. 
Come on. All right. Sing, Natalie. Uh. I adore. Come on, Natalie. It's nothing right. You used to lie. Uh. That's what's going on. Nothing's fine. I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I am shamed. Lying naked on the floor. Come on. Illusions never changed into something real. I'm wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little lame. I'm already torn. Sing it, Natalie. <clears throat> no. Let me tell you, hold on, before we get into the show, can we just talk real quick about, first off, the 90s? Because the 90s, I feel, was the best decade for music because everybody was slaying the motherfucking game. The the, the white singer-songwriter bitches was slaying the, the fucking game. This bitch, and who's the other girl? Sheryl Crow, um, uh, uh, pa Paula Cole. Do -do 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 -do. Do -do 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 -do. I don't want to wait for a lot. <coughs> Them white bitches was eating it the fuck up. <coughs> you know who else was eating it up? Hold on. <coughs> Bitch, I just had some hot honey pizza. <coughs> don't make fun of me because I'm I'm getting my Ozempic next week. So I'm, I could do this. Okay, I could do this and eat trash because I'm going to have my Ozempic next week and I'm not going to want to eat anything. Hold on. <clears throat> the Rock bitches was eating it. Aerosmith, you know, even even like not even like the hard rock bitches was eating it, but even like the Blink One Eighty Twos, the um, <clears throat> Semi Charm kind of like what's the that with the Third Eye Blind. Rap was popping. Country music was popping. The singer song, the, the the ballad girls, the Mariah's, the Celine's was popping. Who else was popping? Even the dance music was popping. Finally, it's happened to me. And I just can't. Nirvana was popping. Like everything was fucking pop. Like it was Poppington in the 90s. Like the music was so lit. But I know. So they used to, uh, on, um, y'all remember pop-up video on VH1? Bitch, I used to really listen to Natalie and Brugley, this song, Torn. And I used to, like, really be in my, my room, like, really going through it. I'm like, bitch, ugh, I'm lying naked on the floor. Illusion never changed into something real. Bitch, I really thought, like, that was my life. Like, I was like, but I'm really going through it. I feel I feel these lyrics. Like, Natalie is really speaking to my soul with this song. I'm wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little late. I'm already torn. Like, such a fucking drama queen. Like, sometimes I wonder if this is just, like, a symptom of being gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like most gay men that I know 
we've all have like these moments like this is like we were really at this age like really going through it like wow i'm like really torn like you know so i guess the fortune teller's right <laughs> should have should have seen just what was there and not some holy life bitch you know another song that um joan osborne oh what's that song called something with god in it joan osborne no this was like when i was really <clears throat> i'm gonna play the song for you Oh, yeah, the, the What If God Is Was One Of Us. Hold on, let me play this. Joan, play the song. Come on, Joan. <coughs> okay, just fast forward. No, I was really going through it with this song. <clears throat> like, I was really like, this is my life. Yes, yes. Do y'all remember this song? Now me just literally not doing the show and just doing a playlist. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was like, you know, you. I was listening to this. I'm like, bitch, what if God was really one of us? Like, wow, like just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Bitch, that song, that, that line in the, the the chorus is so good. It's like, it kind of like tugs at your heart. Like, what if he's just like, bitch, I'm gonna start crying. What if he's just like, just a regular, regular person, just like all of us, just trying to get through the day, just trying to make his way home, just some stranger that you don't even pay attention to on the bus. And, you know, they just going home to go feed their cats. Like, bitch, Joan, I wonder what she's up to now, queen. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Let me go back to, I'm going to get into the show in a little bit. Ooh, Soft 90s. There's a playlist on play, um Spotify called Soft 90s. Sinead O'Connor. Oh my gosh. Shout out to her. We love her. Um, Take a Bow by Madonna. So good. Um, Boys to Men. What's the song I really like? Let me play the song I really like. Um, what is it like where the water ends or some shit? <clears throat> um, water runs dry. Ah! Bitch, when I tell you the 90s was eating, they was cooking up hits. Come on, sing, 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 sing. Yes. We don't even talk anymore. Sing. <clears throat> we don't even know when we are queuing down. Don't even say I love you no more. Sing. Saying that we feel is no longer allowed. Some people work things out and some just don't know how to change. Sing it, boys to men. Uh, we might watch our whole lives pass us by. Bitch, this, that's probably my favorite Boys to Men song. I remember when I was um, a kid, me and my cousin, we used to like remix songs. You know, when you're a kid, you just be remixing shit. And they had a song called I'll Make Love to You. And then another song called On Bending Knee. So we we merged the songs together. And we're like, you know, we didn't know. We were like young, like 94. How old was I? Seven years old. 
So I didn't know nothing about no make love, bitch. But I was like, I'll make love to you on my bended knee. And then I really thought I was cooking. Like, I really thought I was, like, really fucking eating it. And I was, like, you know, sharing it with my grandma. And she was, like, busting out laughing. And she was like, you ain't got no business singing something like that. And I was like, no, but grandma, it's, like, very creative. Like, I'll make love to you on my bended knee. Like, just fucking dumb. Anyways, welcome to the show. Um, Billy is spiral, spiraling right now with her toy. When I tell you, Billy can play by herself for hours, 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 hours. And I'm like, Ryan, she won't. She just want to be perched, lay up, be cozy, sit on the couch, sit next to me, watch TV. <clears throat> Ryan, she loves, I mean, Billy will play by herself for hours. She will play with toys and just, and it's like she has the same toy that she just fucks with. And she cannot shake it. Um. So yeah, welcome to the show. First things first, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast. Five, wait, five stars and five stars only. Let's see if we got any reviews. Let's not wait till the water runs dry. We might watch our whole lives pass us by. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. Um, uh, okay, okay, we have a five star review from Angry Black Girl, Black and Proud. You know I like your podcast, <laughs> even if it don't always agree with your opinions. It felt weird during your Black Trailblazers episode that you uplifted Black people only to later say being white is the prize. What's up with that? I love my Black ass life and would never want to be anything else. Congratulations on becoming a father. Wishing you the best. You know, somebody else said something like, I think I said being white is the prize. I don't know where that I don't remember saying that, um, but I'm clearly I did because you're not the first person to mention that. Um, I mean, I don't really remember what I exactly said, but if there's anything about like I'm really like I think when I make white people jokes, I feel like I'm like like even on the life in progress podcast like we talk about how like i have like 60 percent like european ancestry you know or like dna in me um because being mexican you just be a bunch of shit anyways but and then so we'd be like bitch i'm white you know like you know i just i make fun of that i think it's i think it's funny um i think it's because i i feel like it's not that lit so I like to just kind of make fun of it and just be like, yes, white is right. Like, honestly, so me and my friend, and he hates when I do this. He's Mexican. But um, he is, um, he is actually lighter than I am. And I love joking with him because it literally gets under his skin. Like, I for, for years, I'm like, yeah, I'm lighter than you. I'm lighter than you. 
And <laughs> and he, it, like, bothers him because he's actually lighter than me. And I'll just, like, we'll send each other, like, baby photos or either I'll, I'll, he'll post a baby photo and I'll be like, bitch, look at you. You're not even as light-skinned as I am. Look at me as, as a kid. And here I am, like, sun-tanned and, like, with a glowy complexion. So I remember one time we, this sounds so horrible. And I just hope that you guys find the humor in this maybe, but um, because it's clearly coming from a place of humor, I think. Well, I know. Um, so like we sent like a photo and I forgot who it was. I think it was, it was me. It was a photo of me and um, he, he sent a photo of him as a baby and he was like, you know, a light skinned Mexican baby. And then I had a photo of me and I was darker, but then I went into Photoshop and I literally took like, like the eraser thing and it erased like all my skin color. And I sent it to him. I said, bitch, look. And he thought like it was real. Like he thought like, he's like, oh my God, you really were. But like, that is my humor because it gets on his nerves and it bothers him. So it, I'm such a fucking menace to where like it, I keep going and going and going and going. And, but you know, I don't think he gets the humor either. I think now, after a few years, he gets my humor. Um, but yeah, as far as like white is right, I don't know really what I said with that. <laughs> I think I need to go listen to it again because <laughs> um, I am curious. But I, honestly, it's me just being funny. Um, I was just talking to someone who has COVID right now. And he was texting me and he was like, what did he say? He said... Are you are you excited to be a dad? And I said, um, I forgot what I said. Something to the tune of like, um, yeah, but I hope. I forgot what I said. I said otherwise, I'm going to kick my child out. Oh, I said, I hope that they're they're smart. And then I was like, actually, I don't even care if they're smart. I'd rather them be pretty than smart. And he was like, oh, my God, Solomon, your kid's going to be smart. But he wasn't getting the humor. And I was, but, you know, not everybody gets my humor. And I was like, because if he's not smart, then I'm, I mean, if he's not beautiful, then I will, are smart, I will literally kick them out of the house and put them in boarding school. And he was like, oh, my God. And I mean, I think he thought it was funny. And then we made like some, just like a bunch, like just a bunch of jokes. And he was like, oh, my God, do you like always crack jokes? And I said, you know what? Like. I don't think they're jokes like boom, 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 you know, those type of jokes. Like it's a punchline, but I don't know. I just find, I don't know. I think I just find humor in a lot of things. And I think honestly, if I'm not super close with you, then I'm going to probably have more humor, you know, if not saying I can't be, a good friend of yours, but for the most part, I'll, I'll, I'll be pretty funny. Whereas if it's like my close friends, I'm not always cracking jokes. Um, but I will say like, I really do appreciate humor amongst my friends, me and Jonathan all day, every day, all day, every day from sunup to sundown. That's all we do is we just say the funniest shit back to back to back. And of course we have our heart to hearts and stuff, but like, for the most part, all day long, we're just cracking jokes. T and I, all day long, cracking jokes. There was, she, um, I was like, she thought she had the flu or was getting sick. And I said, oh my God, like, you're never, 
it's like the minute you get better, there's something else. I was like, bitch, you've already had the fucking COVID. You've got gotten the flu. You've been sick multiple times. You're throwing up. You're in pain. Like, there's so many, like, ailments <laughs> that I feel like the minute you get out of one, another one's on its way. And I sent her, like, a clip of this Hunchback of Notre Dame um, clip of them after they did the song Topsy Turvy. And this guy, he's, like, in, like, a little jail cell. And it rolls. And he gets, he gets free out of the jail cell or, like, the little cage and then he just trips and then he falls into another like apparatus that like basically locks him up and I was like this is you like the minute you get out you get locked right the fuck back up and you know like if I'm if I send that to anybody else who's like going through it or like you know feeling sick or not feeling their best you got to be careful because sometimes it's like people don't like that but I know I could send it to her and she's like, oh my God, like, you know, she'll get the the joke. But um yeah, I I sometimes I really wonder if people kind of get the humor or know like where for the most part, I think 99%, like 95% of people understand that everything's through a uh the guise of like kind of being a little funny. Um but you know, some people don't. They don't see the funny in it or they don't they don't pick up on it um even for the long like <laughs> a couple weeks ago somebody was like why are you saying you bitches can never that's so like derogatory and like why are you kicking people down and being rude to people and i'm like it's literally a joke like you know what i'm saying like i feel like if i say oh look at me i'm pouring a glass of water you bitches can never like if you don't see the funny in that like everybody knows how to pour a glass of water you know like oh look at me breathing you bitches can never like <laughs> i think that's funny um but yeah i get that i probably have to listen to that episode and see what i said but um thank you for nonetheless giving me five stars um, if you are inclined to um, review this podcast, five stars and five stars only, please feel free to do so on Apple Podcast. And you can also rate it five stars on Spotify. Let's see. What am, um, what was my week? Today was our second OB appointment. And I got to hear uh, my baby's heartbeat again and it's it's kicking now it's like ding 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 and it was funny because i when we they started on the monitor the doctor's like oh my god look they're moving and i i like was like bitch the fuck All right, why are they moving and you know <laughs> tia was like well it's better they move than not be moving because bitch that that won't be good and, you know, people were like, it's a human, it's a human. But I think it took me a, like, I think this is my first time grasping with the idea that it's a human, you know? Whereas before, I've only thought of them as, like, a cell or, like, cells or, like, a organism that's growing, you know? And I think when you see you know, an egg and a sperm cell, and then you see an embryo, and then you see an, a blastocyst, and then you get to see, you know, like small little things as it progresses. I think it never registered with me that like, oh my God, like, why is it moving? You know, like I was like, what's going I just was like, bitch, why is it moving? And they're like, bitch, because it's a human. Like, what are you talking about? So it was wild to see like, you bitches can never junior moving. I was like, this is nuts. But it, re it registered with me for the first time, like, 
wow, like a human. Um, as stupid as that sounds, but yeah. Because like I said, you I, I only just see them or thought of them as just like an organism. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just like a little a blob of whatever, just growing and dividing. And so to now to see like the head, the spine, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my God, this is so nuts. It's like moving. Like I was like, watch, slow down. Like, don't be moving too much, okay? Like you don't want to, you know, hurt your back or something. Speaking of, bitch, I made um, pan fried pork buns the other night and literally just sitting, standing at my count, kitchen counter, not doing anything my back crumbled up and then there was like a huge spasm and I just was in pain all day long. Like I did nothing, just in pain. And I bought like a heating pad from CVS for $72. Don't go to CVS, you guys. I've said that before. Do not go to CVS. That's where the most expensive shit is. Just buy your shit off of Amazon. <sighs> I'm so annoyed. I spent $72 on that fucking heating pad. Like, just, I, I feel like I need to go return it. Honestly, I, as stupid as that sounds, I feel like I need to return it. Just off of the principle of like, how dare you charge me $72 for a, a heating pad? And I use a little fucking um, extra box. Anyways, um, I start my Olympic next week. Can't wait. Because I just want to be skinny. Um, but I feel like I'm getting a little skinny. Not too, too. Like today, I my waist was really, really small when I woke up in the morning. But I also have didn't eat for like 16 hours. So I feel like that's also a good reason why. I've been drinking tons of water, tons of lemon. Um, I've been also putting drops of, not chlorophyll, um... You know the alfalfa, the little green, bitch, hold on. Is it called chlorophyll? Um, alfalfa chlor... Wait, which I can't spell this. Chlorophyll? Chlorophyll. Yeah, it's called chlorophyll. Yeah, so it's liquid chlorophyll, and it's like, basically, I don't know, bitch, it's some shit that you can put in and it's like you know like photosynthesis it's basically like drinking some photosynthesis I think I don't really fucking know but I've been putting that in my water and I feel like it's making me skinny so um let's see let's see how what else did I do this week um I cooked pork buns um I went to the gym with my friend yesterday. And when I tell you, the ghetto gym is where it's at, bitch. I'm about to really fucking leave Equinox because the ghetto gym is like, it's actually, it's not like super ghetto, but it's just, um, it's not that expensive, but it's super clean. And they got a Mexican lady, no shade, but they got a Mexican lady who walks around with like a bucket, like literally a, a, war a bucket of warm water and probably like some cleaning material in there and a rag and she just walks throughout the whole gym wiping things down with that 
hot ass, probably a little bit of bleach. She probably got a cap full of bleach and some fabuloso mixed up in there. And she just goes around the whole gym, just wiping shit down, wiping shit down, wiping shit down. And so it's super, it's hella clean. It's hella clean. So, and it's super cheap, but all the fine men are there. Like fine, even fine white men, bitch. There are some fine white men. I, yesterday I went to the ghetto gym and there was two, two fine white men, bitch. Now, now, okay, you know, okay, how can I put this? Because I don't want people to get offended, but okay, you know, like, how can I put this without being like, like that? Um, you know, when it's a group of people that you don't really don't really pay too much attention to because it doesn't really like excite you, but it doesn't like de unexcite you. It's just like it's neither. It's a take it or leave. It's really take it or leave it. It's like take it or leave it. Nothing great. Nothing grand. Nothing like wow, pat out, watching out. It's just like middle of the road. Just very like, just it. It just what it is, you know. But then occasionally, a couple of them be fine as fuck. And you be like, bitch, now that's a fine white man right there. That's a black king right there. No, <laughs> that's a black king. No, for real, like he was, they, the two of them was fine, bitch. Yeah. And I think it's because it's close to the, the Navy base. Because, bitch, they were fine boots. And it's like, Anyway, so there was two fine white men there, but it's like a, a bunch of like non-white people in the gym and everybody fine, bitch. They all fine, bitch. They are all fine. And I told my friend Omar, I said, because we worked out around like 7 p.m. And, or like 6.30. And I said, I'm going to start coming here in midday, like around 1 p.m., 2 p.m., because that's where the I know deep down in my heart that's where the finest men about to be. The finest men go to the gym. Like Equinox might be a little different because those are probably like work from home men, men who like own their own businesses, that type of stuff. But the ghetto gym is different because those are normally the unemployed men or like those college students or just basically unemployed men. But the I feel like the 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 less money you make and the more unemployed you are, the the more fine you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, the finer you are. It's no, but it's it's tried and true. Trust me on this. Like, trust me, do this. If you want, do this. Go to the gym around one or two. And all those men are fine, bitch. Because they ain't got nothing else to do. They don't have anything else to do in life. They don't got no job. They don't got nothing to do, nothing to live for. But just be up at the gym working on their body. That's it. They're they'll be they're a little depressed, you know what I'm saying. They're a little depressed. Um, they're you know they don't really have the best social skills, but they fine, bitch. They are fine as hell. So go to the gym around one or two, and you'll find like the the hotties. Now, don't get me wrong. The the midday crew between four thirty five and six thirty. Those are the bitches who got off work and. You don't really want to be there anyways because it's, like, too many people. But it's, like, nobody really looks fine. It's the the people who be at the gym between 4.30 and, like, 6.30, nobody fine. After 6.30 and on, 
another set of fine people come because those are the bitches who are like getting out of school are like, you know, getting out of nursing stuff or like, you know, bitches who are also probably unemployed. You know what I'm saying? That's when the fine crew. So like midday and after like late at night, those are the fine. That's where you'll find the finest people. But the, the finest of the fine is midday between one and two. So I'm going to try to go to the ghetto gym during the midday because they fine, bitch, over there. They they make them right over there, bitch. They do it good at the ghetto gym. So, and honestly, it would be so fucked up if I was like, if they're like, oh, why do you want to cancel your membership at Eagle Nights? And the lady's like, why do you want to cancel? And I'm like, honestly, y'all bitches are ugly. And I, like, I know this sounds really, really fucked up. That This does sound fucked up. Um, don't, don't put this in the review, y'all. Don't be, don't put this in a review. Just hit me up on the sideline. But now this do sound fucked up, but it's like, I just feel like, I think the Equinox in New York is fine, man. And I just like to be around pretty looking people. Cause it makes me, I don't know how to put, like, it just makes me like work out harder. Like I'm like, Yes, bitch. I want to look like you. I want to be as beautiful as you, bitch. I be feeling like an ugly duckling. And it's like, you know, when you feel like an ugly duckling, you want to, like, be lit. Like, you want to be, like, gorgeous, uh, like the beautiful swans around you. So it makes me work out harder. But I don't get that at this Equinox. Like, the Equinox in New York be fine because, granted, it's mostly white men. But New York is a mixture. So, like, there are wealthy non-black, I mean, non-white people. So you got black Latinos, they all over the place. So, but I would say it's only about like 30, 40% non-white, which is still good. It's still good. Bitch, the, the gym I go to right now, like, it's just, it really is. I've said this before, like, it'd be like 60 people at, at the gym and only one person is non-white. I can't even talk about myself being non-white because, hello, I am part white, so mm -hmm, I am Caucasian. So those are my people. But, um, yeah, I just... I'm I I'm going to go to the ghetto gym and, and, and do what I got to do, but I'm going to see how it goes because I really do like... I rather work out... I just feel like if I could take the people at the ghetto gym and put them in the equinox, you know? I feel like I would be happier. Yeah. First world problems, I know. Um Oh my god, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Thank God. I hope he gives me some fucking blood pressure and cholesterol medicine, bitch. I know that sounds so wackadoodle, but like that's all there is to it. Like, the doctor's like, do you smoke? No. Do you drink? No. Do you work out? Yes. I work out, like, six days out of the week. Like, for real, like, deadass six days out of the week. Last week, I worked I worked out, like, eight days in a row. I think it was, like, eight or nine. Maybe eight or nine. It was, like, in a row. Like, I work out constantly. I don't think I eat trash. Today, I ate trash. I ate um, three slices of pizza. But before that, I had a seared ahi tuna salad with Tia. Um, 
I don't forgot what else we had. I had oysters. So I didn't have anything like crazy, you know, earlier today, but for the most, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I woke up early and I could have gone to the McDonald's drive-thru and got my little breakfast, but I didn't. I, you know, I was staying strong. So for the most part, I know y'all like, bitch, you eat trash. But I feel like for the most part, I really, I've seen when I eat trash, what my blood pressure looks like, it looks crazy. But when I eat clean and I eat well, it's still crazy. So I'm like, y'all, just give me the fucking pill, like, bitch. And they said this years ago. They were like, you know, maybe like six, seven years ago. They are like, you know, if you can't really kind of get it down, then we'll try to like, we'll put you on a pill. But let's try to like do it, you know, on your own. No smoking, no drinking, no this, no that, no that. And I'm like, bitch, I, I'm at, the, I'm at, I don't even know what to do anymore. Like, I'd be waking up and my blood pressure be like 130 over like 95, which is high for, to be waking up. Like, bitch, I wasn't doing anything. Yes, I'd be stressed out in my dreams, bitch. <laughs> no, I'd be really stressed the fuck out in my dreams. It'd be stressing me out. So <laughs> uh, plus, I do, I think I do also lead a pretty stressful life. Um, I was talking to this guy earlier today and he was like mostly business owners are pretty like stressed people like people he, he was saying how like what do you think he say he said people who make he said there was data that people who made sixty thousand dollars or less are like stressed and sad and like just miserable and he said people who make around 120 to 180 thousand dollars a year are happy, well, healthy, you know, not stressed, you know, living their best life. He said, but then it goes down. People who start making a lot more than that, you know, that's when they're even, they go back to being stressed. They get back to being like, um, not enjoying life or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, bitch. He said, yeah, because it's like your stress, because like your, your work, because your work then at that level is super demanding. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because I do, I do, I think I just didn't really take into the account of, like, how stressful some of this is, um, especially at its peak, you know, throughout the year. There's different pockets throughout the year, but for the most part, it is it, it is a stressful job. And I think I just worked so well under pressure that I didn't realize it was stressful. I was just so happy to be able to work and, you know, make a living for myself that I didn't really pay any attention to like, oh, bitch, you're stressed all the time. Like you're actually, you, you're, you never like calm the fuck down. You're just constantly like on 10 and that is not good, I guess, for your health. Um, Bitch, yesterday I was sitting on the toilet <laughs> and... I mean, I didn't cry, but I got hella emotional because I started thinking, I was like, oh my God, like nobody takes care of me. Like nobody looks out for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. People do look out for me, but like no one like takes care of me. And I'm not like complaining about it. It's just like, damn, like a few a few weeks ago, I was like, it dawned on me, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, when this kid gets here, 
I can't imagine like anyone, you know, like I'm going to have to take care of them for forever, you know, but I, I just don't know what that's like for someone to take care of me. Like I don't, granted, you know, your parents take care of you when you're young, but you know, there's a huge chunk of my life early on in my life that they kind of, in my opinion, just kind of gave up and stopped taking care of me. But I was like, damn, like sometimes I just wish somebody would take care of me or like do like not take care of me and like pay my bills, do everything for me. But it would be nice to like have someone just be like, okay, well, you're busy. So let me just order you food or like get you something to eat or okay, you're busy. Let me help you do the laundry. Okay. You're or just doing something for me. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just really was on the toilet yesterday and I just got really sad. I was like, oh my God, nobody does anything for me. You know, like, and then I saw this thing a few weeks ago and it was basically saying like people who are hyper independent, it's really like a trauma response. And bitch, that hit, hit me like a ton of bricks because I think I've just, I am hyper independent because I've gone through, I I feel like some pretty traumatic shit, but for the most part, like areas and pockets in my life to where I really could not depend on people. Like you're the closest people around you, your parents, like your, your family, you, I just could not depend on them. They were nowhere to be found. They were, you know, have abandonment issues so it forces you to become super independent, forces you to be like, well, fuck it. I'll take care of it myself. And um, I'm sure that's not a great thing. But but baby, let me tell you something. I'm I'm going to guilt trip my parents into paying for damn near a good chunk of this, this baby shower. I really am. And, I'm not, and guess what? I'm not going to feel no type of way about it. I'm not. I'm like, no, you you owe me this. <laughs> I really am because I don't want them hitting me up for like, oh, well, you could pay for it. Yeah, I can, but you need to pay for it. You don't pay for every you done pay for location fees for other people's baby showers. You're gonna do it for mine. So I cannot wait to milk them for that. But how did I get on this topic? Independence. Can't take up. Yeah. Anyways, that was me yesterday almost in tears sitting on the toilet how depressing is that I, billy was literally looking at me like bitch are you okay oh <laughs> uh, it's crazy because i don't know what is going on with billy but she is so like affectionate now and like not saying she wasn't affectionate Cause she's she's the my only cat where I could literally pick her up and hold her and like, you know, stuff like that. Ryan don't like to get picked up. British short hair cats don't like to get picked up in general, but Ryan really hates to get picked up. Billy, she doesn't mind it. But for the most part, Billy's not like very like cuddly. She's kind of like a little antisocial at times. But I will say lately she has been following me everywhere 
She's been the minute I get in bed, she be sitting, she be laying right next to me, and and then she be laying on me too, like like nuzzled up on me, which is so not like her. That is more like of a Ryan thing. So I'm wondering like why she's being like that. Yeah, she's like super like like affectionate now. So, anyways, um, where are we at? Forty three minutes. Okay, so I think let's take a quick little break and move right along. Hello, friends. I'm your Coochie Clorox girl. Are your intimate areas tired, run down, listless? Do they poop out at parties? Are they unpopular? The answer to all your problems is in this little bottle of Sorry Beauty's top-selling intimate brightening serum, also known as Coochie Clorox. <laughs> Coochie Clorox contains 3% niacinamide and Simwhite. That works together gently to brighten and rejuvenate the skin. Niacinamide, also known as vitamin B3, is a potent antioxidant that has been shown to help reduce the appearance of dark spots, hyperpigmentation, and uneven skin tone. In addition, it helps to improve the skin barrier function, which can lead to overall healthier-looking skin. This makes it an excellent choice for use in sensitive areas such as bikini area, inner thigh, and the anal area. Sim White, on the other hand, is a skin brightener that works by inhibiting the production of melanin, which is responsible for dark spots and hyperpigmentation. It is a gentle and safe alternative to hydroquinone, a commonly used skin bleaching ingredient that can be harsh and irritating to the skin. Sim White has been clinically proven to be effective in reducing the appearance of dark spots and overall skin tone. When combined with coconut oil, which is an all-natural emollient that helps to moisturize and soothe dry, irritated booty holes, our Intimate Brightening Serum provides a gentle yet effective solution for those looking to brighten and rejuvenate their most intimate areas. Yes, with Sawray Beauty's Coochie Clorox, you too can share what is enjoyed in the dark to the light. All you have to do is apply nightly, or you can apply twice a day. The formula is so gentle, you can even use it all over your body. On your face, too. It's just like candy. So why don't you join the thousands of happy, bright coochies and boochies out there and get a great big bottle of Coochie Clorox today? Head over to SolRayBeauty.com and place your orders now. Once again, that is SolRayBeauty.com. Now let's get back into the show. Um, the I was gonna say the Grammys. What was yesterday? This past weekend? Oh, the Super Bowl. Um, Usher performed. I think he did a great job. I really enjoyed his performance. The beginning. I was. It was a lot going on. A lot going on. Um, a lot of colors. A lot of patterns. Um, I didn't really see a lot of uniformity i don't even know if that's a word but it was a lot going on um so i was a little confused yeah but once it started to pick up i said okay work and it also kind of sucks because it's like the super bowl it's like you be wanting to hear the jams and it's like damn bitch like they only gonna play like five seconds of the song and then they transition to the next one which makes it a little chaotic but I think he did a really good job. Um, amazing performer. Vocals was good. Everything was good. Alicia Keys, a little kind of choppy. Um, somebody was like, since 
she was huge. They were like, did when when did we all as a as a collective agree that um Alicia Keys's vocals were under question? And I'm like, when would when did we not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like not trying to be shady, but like I thought that was just kind of like something we all kind of knew. Like, yeah, the vocals are a little screechy. You know, I mean, Jay-Z basically told her, yeah, um, go back in the booth and re-record that because this is not good. On that Empire State of Mind song, he was like, bitch, do you hear yourself? You were a little pitchy and made her go record it again. So um, who else was on there? Um, her was on stage. Bitch, I swear to God, I'm not, I, I swear to God, for for like... Three seconds, I really thought that was Northwest. Like, I'm really not even trying to, like, be funny. I really did. I thought that was Northwest. I said, oh, shit. It's, it's, um, what is it? Um, your bestie, Northwestie. Yes. I was like, okay, North, you better fucking do it. But I guess it was her or something. I'm not really familiar with her, um, or her music. Um, but... Yeah, sure. The thing about it is, here's the thing. I feel, and I get it because a lot of performers wear sunglasses on stage to because they they get nervous. But I just feel like if you're if sunglasses are not is not part of like your aesthetic, like your your thing, take the sunglasses off. Um, if you're also not a very recognizable person uh, take the sunglasses off um you know what i'm saying like and i'm sure like y'all probably listen to like bitch i know who her is i did it girl i really dead ass thought it was northwest like i'm not even really joking like i really thought that was northwest um so i didn't know who that was until like you know a few days later people were like bitch that's her i was like oh okay cute but I feel like wearing sunglasses on stage is just like, please take it off. Please take it off. Let people see your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, like, anytime I see, and I see this a lot with, like, independent musicians, too. They they wear a lot of glasses and, like, and I'm like, what are... I feel like this is counterintuitive. Like, you have to, you, you want your face to be known. There has to be some sort of, ele you know what I'm saying? Like, take the glasses off. Um, who else performed? Ludacris, Lil John. Um, yeah, it was. I I really enjoyed his performance. I was like, you better motherfucking do it, Usher. I was like, you might make me want to go see your ass in Vegas. Um, and then afterwards, I didn't know this until, I mean, well, duh. After the halftime show, I turned off the TV. Um, but immediately I was like, oh, you know, let me go see what the girls are saying about Usher, Usher Raymond. And the girls were not talking about Usher Raymond. The girls was talking about Beyonce. And I'm like, girl, what is going on? Like, what's, what's happening? And I guess she dropped two songs or something and then coming out with a new album. Um, and I guess I don't, I could be completely wrong. I think she announced it or did something um on shortly after the halftime show 
And I don't know. I just think that kind of like was so weird for me to like see because I'm like, I get it. You know, you could do multiple things at once. You could buy. I just feel like after the halftime show, they're like, and stream all the perform today's performances on so and so, so and so, and listen to Usher's new album, blah blah blah. Which I think he has an accompanied album that is new that dropped the same day as his halftime performance i think i don't know um so i'm like why i just feel like that's so corny to be beyonce and be like oh, i'm gonna drop music too same day as usher you know what I'm i just feel like it's corny i feel like it's whack i feel like i feel like and this is crazy because I'm not, like, a major Usher fan or nothing, but I just feel like his main demographic is, like, 40-year-old women, you know? And it's really... Not, I'm not even trying to shade it because bi bitches don't have demographics. But... So he has one. And it's mostly, like, women in their late 30s, early 40s who are going to them shows. And, you know, fabulous. But, I mean... And I'm not trying, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be shady at the fuck all. But, but I feel like, <sighs> I feel like, I and I could be wrong, I don't think Usher is much of a global musician than, of course, Beyonce. Um, and... I think he does really well in the United States. And so I'm. what I'm trying to say is, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how long he's been doing music or whatever. I, I think 25 years or something like that. It feels like 30. But I feel like to reach the point of you're doing the Super Bowl and then you have a new album coming out. I And you know what I'm saying? And it's a United States artist. It's not like a global superstar. I'm sure he, people around the globe know him, but it's not, there's a difference between like people throughout the globe knowing him and the whole globe knowing who you are. And I, again, I could be wrong, but I just feel like if that's the case, let that man have his moment to shine. You know what I'm saying? Like release your music the next day. You had to release the music the same, in the same 15 minute span as Usher. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know, you could listen to Usher, Usher's music as well as Beyonce's. But let's be fucking for real. Let's be actually 100% fucking for real for a moment. The girl, who's getting the press? Who's getting the traction? Who's getting the um, the articles written? Who's getting all those placements? Beyonce. And rightfully so. She's a huge global superstar so it makes sense but i just feel like damn like you couldn't have like just released your music the next day i mean you could release your she could release her music any monday in may and it could still stop the world and people would fucking freak the fuck out and go listen to it you know what i'm saying like it's beyonce i don't think usher has that type of pool and so i think like him getting on a stage as big as the Super Bowl, having so many of those eyes on him, 
all those all that demographic that he doesn't really tap into because like i said like it's mostly in my opinion i think it's like women in their late 30s early 40s probably black women you know maybe a couple white girls here and there maybe a couple latino girls here and there but for the most part it's black women and for him to be in front of an audience like the nfl and for him to actually have the catalog and the hits to back it up, I'm sure some of those people were watching and be like, oh my God, that is my jam. I do like Usher. You know, I do like these songs. And so to get in front of those eyes and on that huge platform and then to, you know, be like, oh, I have an album coming out, which is smart. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let him have that moment. Like, give him that. Like, let him let him just have that space. You know, you've done the Super Bowl before. Let him fucking have that little space in media and time and let him feel like it's his moment. Let him feel 10 feet tall. Let him promote his music. Give him his little fucking 24 hours. I just feel like that is so goof. Like, that rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm just like, I'm trying to like you. I'm really trying my best to like you. That put the nail in the coffin for me. That that was really like, all right, I'm really done. Because I just feel like that's very egotistical. Like, only an egomaniac would do some shit like that. And the thing is, and I don't want to fucking hear it, you can't be like, oh, this is Beyonce to Beyonce. I, she done did this. She changed the music industry, and she's such a huge... You can't be that big of a star if you feel the need to use the Super Bowl, if you're that big of a star, if you're that, which she is, but if you're that big of a star, if you're that big of a huge global superstar, a household name, that in demand, you can release your music anytime. Any, it doesn't matter. You don't have to wait for the Super Bowl. Usher needed the Super Bowl, you know? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be shady, but he needed the Super Bowl. He needs those eyes. He needs to be on the NFL. He needs to be in front of, I don't know how many people watch it, 30 million, 40 million. I don't know. He needs to be in front of those eyes. You, Beyonce, don't. Let him have that moment. And I just feel like if that's one of my peers, if that's someone who I came up in the game with, it doesn't matter how much I'm more popping than them. I'm going to let them have their moment to shine. But that's just me. That is literally just me. If it's someone, and I'm not saying you got to be my best friend or my friend or my family or nobody I'm really close with. It could just be somebody I've seen in passing. But if you're, if you are a fellow peer of mine in the same industry as my, as mine and this, and this, and you're doing something that I've already done, not once, but twice, you know what I'm saying? Like I've already been there, done that. I'm going to let you have your moment. I don't need this. I don't need, like, my ego to be stroked anymore. Like, I've, I've done it. I've I've conquered it all. You know, now it's just a sport. Now I'm just having fun and just enjoying it as I go along. I just feel like doing something like that, and I don't think a lot of people really dialed into that, but it really was, like, disgusting, in my opinion. I'm like, really? Like, let him have his moment, girl. You know, and it's like you did all that to check out some bad music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you did all that just to give out some whack music. 
And if there's anything, I feel like the Beyonce girl, I feel like if there's any fan base that will struggle and, and try their hardest to fall in love and lie to themselves to enjoy the music, it's the Beyonce fans. Because the music be mid, bitch. It be, I said this last week, I think. The music be mid. It be so mid. And it's like, I feel like country music is all about storytelling, you know? And unless she's hiring writers to do some of that storytelling, because she herself, verbally, I'm not talking about songwriting, you know, I'm not talking about like pen to paper, because that's already, I feel a difficult task for that lady. But sitting sitting this that woman down in a chair and telling her to recount her day good luck you will sit you will it, it, it that is like literally like fucking watching paint dry cuz you're just like this lady is really slow like just get it out like you you know like when you're like talking to a kid who could probably got like um a speech impediment or what's those kids who got Tourette's? I, I was talking to this one person at the gym who was signing me up a few weeks ago. And he had like, I don't know if it was Tourette's, but he had one of those um, where they, I think not Tourette's, bitch. That's not ter- what I'm talking about. What's um, a stutter, a stutter. That's, it, I'm not saying Beyonce has a stutter, but she, when she talks, I'd be like, it's like you talking to them and you're like, get it out. Breathe, breathe. Okay. Form your thoughts. Now get it out. Okay, wrap it up. So that's so important when it comes to country music is the storytelling. That storytelling element is so important. And it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out for this lady. (laughs) That's (laughs) that is going to be very interesting to see. But I do like the idea of reclaiming genres. that um, were started and originated by Black people. I love that. Um, again, I mean, nothing wrong with it, but that is th- an egomaniac. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I, I feel like when I say these things, I feel like, I wonder if people are really going to get it. But I feel like y'all do. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Because honestly, when I, I posted something um, about this, and a lot of y'all were like, bitch, finally somebody said it. Finally somebody said it. And I was like, bitch, I guess. I didn't know y'all felt like this. But anyways, um, but she's an egomaniac. Like, egomaniacs will feel the need to be like, I can reclaim this genre of music. I can do, if there's anybody summoned to be able to do this, it is I. I can do this. Nobody else can do it. Just me, myself, and I alone I can reclaim this genre of music and watch when when I do, you guys will be eating at the palm of my hands and you guys will be kissing my ass. Like, that's what I see. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bitch, I see all that shit. And it's corny. Like, in theory, it's great, but it's like, damn, bitch, like, it's so, like, full of yourself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it's such a lofty ambition to be like, I'm going to reclaim country music good luck like please like honestly good luck because i i might be eating crow this time next year i might get up on this mic and eat crow but i also have a hard hard 
inclination that I really do feel like that it's not going to be reclaimed, baby. Like, country music, them white folks got that shit on lock. Like, they they really, they got it on lock. And it is, <clears throat> it is not a boys only club, but it is like a whites only club. It really is fuck is. It really is a, a whites only club. They didn't kick the blacks out. They don't, it, mm -mm. they might invite you to the country music awards and might be like oh we love Beyonce but baby let me tell you something especially when they hear those lyrics and the music that comes out of it beautiful voice beautiful voice I'm sure beautiful visuals beautiful gowns beautiful music videos beautiful performances gorgeous 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 cute blonde wig we love the wig we love the wig the styling is really good. We love that. Cute clothes. Nice shoes. Nice little handbags. Cute little nail polish. We love that. The music, it's where, she, in my opinion, that's where she's lacking. That's always where she falls short is that music. And to, like, be as ambitious to be like, oh, I'm going to tackle country music. Girl, you can't even tell a story to David Letterman. A story that literally didn't even involve you. There's a, there's a, I think she was talking to David Letterman and it's the funniest thing. And she's telling, you know, like you get on like, <clears throat> you get on those like the night shows and like late night talk. And you, it, the whole point is to sit on the couch and just kind of like shoot the shit and just talk about like what, something like kind of mundane almost. And she's like, let me tell you about when my daddy um called the police on my sister, or something, it was something stupid like that. And it was like, my sister went up the stairs and then she yelled at my dad. And then she walked down the stairs and then my dad called the police. And I'm like, it took you five minutes to say that? That that was a story you just, that is what you prep to sit on the couch with David Letterman and talk about? Please be fucking for real. And I knew then I said, oh, she's ditzy. Like this, the, the synapses in the brain are not clicking fast enough. Great performer can learn an eight count like nobody's business. But baby, that, that, the storytelling, uh-uh. And combine that with the songwriting and country music, it's going to be very interesting to see nonetheless. But, you know, I do, again, I do like the idea of reclaiming genres that do not belong to white people. I really do like that idea. Um, so good luck to her. But I, what I think what she did to Usher is really wackadoodle. It's like, girl, like, you're Beyonce. And I get it. The people are like, oh, well, why would she should advertise on the biggest day of the year? And it's like, but you can't, you can't be Beyonce talking about I made the world stop. I changed the music industry, which you didn't because they were already thinking about changing the release dates to Friday anyways. It was between Wednesdays or Fridays and the charting days for Billboard. So it, like, people think, like, oh, Beyonce changed it. She didn't, but feel free. Um, But it's like, you can't be saying, like, you really that girl. And it's like, oh, but I do have to, like, promote my music for the Super Bowl, during the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. Just. But you know what it is? 
I think my friend said it best. He said, we just need new new people. Like, we can't always get excited over a Beyonce album or a Drake album. You know, it can't be like, ooh, we got a new Drake album, and then the, every, that's all people consume. Like, we ain't got nobody else, really, and we don't. We don't. But we don't got no, like, other people to, like, prop up and... We don't got nothing else. We just, we still doing the Beyonce and the Drake. You know what I'm saying? Which is fabulous. But it's like, damn, like, we ain't, for 30 years, we ain't got nobody else that we get, people get excited over. It's nuts. There's rumors that her, um, she might do a Vegas residency and tickets start at $700. And I'm like, the way she is just robbing y'all blind. Robbing y'all bitches blind, bitch. Just taking your money. There's this one person in one of the the comments of it was like, you know, it, it took me like nine months for me to re- save up. And it took me a few months afterwards to kind of recoup from spending money on the Renaissance tour. And I only went to one show. And I was like, damn, bitch, like... I don't think I I care about anybody enough to save nine months worth of money for. I don't think I care about anybody enough. I was going to be like, I don't even know if I care about this kid. <laughs> no, because I do. <laughs> no, I do. Um, but no, I don't really think I care about. If, 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 if. Here's the thing. If something's going to take me nine months to save up for, I ain't got no business going. I ain't got no business doing it. I just, it's it's a no. And because part of the fun is gone. Because I'm 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 gonna be reminded about that for nine months and I'm gonna be pissed. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be like, damn, bitch, I couldn't do this. I couldn't get my Starbucks this month because I'm saving up to go to this concert. Like, I just it's nuts. It's very nuts. Um, and I say all that as someone who really loves his divas. Mariah Carey is coming back on her Vegas residency tour. And people are like, damn, I spent so much money on the the, the tickets. And people are like, oh, Solomon, are you going to go to the Mariah residency? I said, nope. Nope. Mm-mm. No way. I was talking to my other friend who's a huge Mariah fan. I said, unless she drops the set list and it's the songs I need her to do, I don't need to go. <clears throat> I've already seen her a handful of times as is. And I enjoy each time, but girl, I don't need to, I don't need you. I don't need to be spending no money to go out to fucking Vegas, get a hotel, fly out there, spend Ubers while you in the city, spend, buy expensive dinners and an expensive ticket. And then, you know, when you get, get there, you want to buy the shirt. You want to get the juice. You know what I'm saying? You want to get a couple cocktails. Like you spending bread, bitch. I ain't got no business doing that. I got a I got a baby on the way. Like for real. Like I really do. I don't have time to be spending money on stupid shit anymore. So we love you, Mariah. I won't be there. <laughs> I won't. The only bitch who I will spend money on, who who we got left that I will spend money on? Celine Dioner. That's and I, listen, I made a pact with my friend. I said, bitch, 
wherever the fuck she goes, we're going. So if her next show is in Paris, we're going to Paris. If her next show is in fucking Canada, we going to Canada. I don't know if I can because I think I might be outlawed out of there, but still, I'm going to try. Uh, if she's in fucking Timbuktu, bitch, I'm going to be there with her because we, we you never know. But I'm going to get also, I'm going to get trip insurance and ticket insurance because it's really no shade because I don't want, you know, some shit to pop up. And it's like, oops, Celine can't perform right now. She got stiff. Oh, no, bitch. Uh-uh. Run me my money. Um, so I definitely need to see Celine Dion or, um, Shania Twain. Um, who else? Barbara Streisand, but that won't ever happen because she never wants to go back on tour. So like, ugh. Um, and Cher. Cher, Barbara, Shania, and Celine. Is there anybody else? I mean, Tina Turner, but she's dead. Um... I feel like everybody I want to see is dead. Who else is there? Celine Dion, Barbara Streisand, Cher, and Shania Twain. Yeah, bitch, I think that's it. Those are the only, those are the only women that I will, and I don't care how much the ticket is, I'm going. Take it or leave it, Shania Twain. I think Solomon before a kid, Definitely Shania Twain. Solomon after ki about to be a dad, mm, take it or leave it. I still want to take it, but if I have to leave it, I'm okay with leaving it. That's where Shania is. Cher, I definitely want to go see her. Barbara, of course. Celine, absolutely. So it's really, it's honestly, it's really Celine, Barbara, and Cher. Yeah, I even have tickets to go see Madonna in a few, bitch next month i guess and don't get me wrong i'm really i cannot wait to go because she's doing all the hits and but i think that might this might be my last madonna concert i was like okay i've seen her a handful of times i'm done you know janet is coming back on tour this summer um serena's mom was like are you gonna go see janet i said nope mm -mm, i'm not gonna go because actually I was going to go with Serena's mom, um, but then Serena gave birth to Nori, so like that didn't work out. So um, I went by myself and had a blast, but I'm good with Janet. You know, I just don't, concerts are so expensive and it's just getting out of hand. And I just feel like I'm, you're not, you're not getting that money out of me. You're not, it's not. And it's crazy that I'm saying this because I say this as someone who is a huge Britney fan, but also, and someone who literally was obsessed with artists. I think now at 37, I'm not obsessed with anyone. You know? I mean, yeah, we could say like, oh, I'm still like, I still gag over like my grades, you know? Like I, cause I do, I do. But, for the most part, like, I can't, I can't see myself, if any of my faves dropped music right now, I would be excited and I would go listen to it. But I don't, I think that's where it would end. You know, I don't think I would be promoting their stuff. I don't think I would be like, 
talking too much about it, maybe. I just, and maybe that's just me getting older. But yeah, some of the, the fan bases, and not just the Beyonce fans, but but I think just the Beyonce fans because are part of the Beyonce fans because they are of a certain age. And I just, it's always interesting to see like, how did, how do you do, how do you get there? How do you get to that point? No, or if if not, how do you get to that point? How how do you stay at that point? That's that's really where it is. Because I know how to get obsessed with a musician. Of course, I've been there. But I think I've lost that that quality in me to where like I really don't care about much of what they do. Like if Adele dropped a new album right now, I would just be completely obsessed. I would just listen to it. But I think that would be like the extent of it. Like I would just be like, oh, let me buy the book. Let me read the book. Let me buy the album. Let me listen to the album and I'll be done. You know, I don't I don't think and because I, I was going through my closet <clears throat> and I have so many shirts of like all my faves, like Mariah shirts, Britney shirts, Adele shirts, um, Elton John shirts, you know, like shirts with your faves on them. And I don't wear them. Like, it's not something I wear anymore. I'm just like, no, I don't want to wear that to the gym. I don't want to wear that out. And I don't know why, but I just feel like I, I am changing. It's really crazy how much, like, I feel like I'm starting to change. Another thing that's really kind of weird, and I it clicked to me, on me today while I was at the gym. It really fucking clicked. I said, I think, and I know this sounds really woo-woo-woo, but I think my ancestors may are... So I don't know if you guys have been really following me, but... Excuse me. <clears throat> it's been very hard for me to drink. I get a huge headache <sighs> almost immediately and a really gnarly headache the next day. And I just, and it, it it's not like, oh, I'm drinking like binge drinking or like, I'm just having like two glasses max. One glass, but really, I can't even get through a second glass. The second glass, I'm like, bitch, I can't finish this. My head hurts. And... I got my lever, my liver, my lever, my liver checked because I'm like, bitch, is my liver shutting down? No. Kidneys are fine. Like, all that's fine. But something about I cannot drink anymore. And I don't have the desire or nothing. And honestly, bitch, I'm not even joking. Today I started to think, like, I think my ancestors did that to help me out. They're like, all right, let me, let's, he's about to be a dad, a single dad, let's cut out the drinking. And I'm so happy about that because my sleep is better. Um, I'm more present. Um, not saying I was like someone who drank all the time. No. But, you know, throughout the week, like maybe two nights out of the week, I'll have like, honestly, maybe one or two nights out of the week, I would have like a bottle of wine. Um, and just be cozy in my bed, drinking my little juice and watching TV. And I would get good sleep. I didn't have headaches or nothing. But now, like, I can't do that. But one thing I did notice, um, 
that did kind of scare me was when I started to drink, I couldn't stop. Um, and I don't think it was like a, a like, oh, I want to feel good type of thing to like keep going. It's just I really genuinely like to drink things all day long. Like I just like to like sip on things consume things like right now I literally have my tea I have my water I'm always drinking something and so when I'm out and about and I'm having drinks with friends or if I was in the club I would just be talking to my friends but to be drinking like and I, I drink fast I'm like a fast consumer so I noticed like but then that would never end well because then I would be like blacked out drunk and I'm so glad that that's not me no anymore. And it wasn't like I had to go to AA for it. It wasn't like I had to like do no 12-step program or like come one with God or get a sponsor. Um, but it just, I just, it just stopped. I was like, all right, I'm, I, it's not for me. And and more so now that it gives me a headache and it, I don't even, like, you know what it is? I don't even like the taste anymore. I don't even like the taste when I tell you, bitch, I'm like, I be, I be saying these things, but it be giving me the heebie-jeebies when I sit back and think about them. Just how much I think my ancestors be opening doors for me, blocking me from shit, moving shit out the way, you know, patching up roads that I don't need to be going down, really having my fucking back. I really genuinely feel that. And when I look back, I'm like, Cause it doesn't make any sense why I don't like drinking anymore. I don't like the taste even. It gives me a headache. Even like, and then I can't, like let's say I start to drink and it's like, oh, cause I would start to drink and I would just drink the whole bottle. Bitch, I'd be opening up bottles and throw them down the, down the sink. I'd be like, oh no, this is, I can't even do this. It's really nuts. Like, and I don't know. I, there's no rhyme or reason of why I got to that point. Yeah, I stopped drinking for like damn near, I don't know, like six weeks for IVF. But that's fucking six weeks. You know, like, I don't even know if it was six weeks, bitch. I think it might have been like four or five. You know, so that wasn't like a major thing. But it just, something happened. And I just, it it's done. And the more I sit with it, the more I try to drink, I'm like, oh, no. I'm really over this. Omar asked me, he was like, oh, what are you going to do for the baby shower? Are you going to have, like, liquor and stuff? I said, nope. Nope. I might do, might do, like, a beer and wine open bar type thing, but I doubt that because, I mean, maybe I will, but it's a baby shower. Yeah. You ain't supposed to be fuck, getting fucked up out of baby. Like, maybe y'all do that. That's not how I want things going on. That's not part of my fantasy. My family don't even drink. I My ass don't even fucking drink no more. Tia don't drink right now because she pregnant. So it's like, girl, no. But I say all that, but it's, it is very wild to sit back and think like, today I was like, I wonder if my ancestors helped me do this so that I could be a better dad. You know, like that dad isn't when dad starts to drink, he doesn't know when to stop, you know, because that really was like, I I, mean, I have to be honest with myself, you know, as painful as it is to kind of admit that I was someone, if I started drinking, I would not stop. 
I would just be like, all right. It, it literally until like I was in bed, like until I fell asleep or passed out. Like I would just keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking and keep drinking. And the thing that scared me the most about that was I wasn't like trying to, I, I didn't have like pain or like, you know, like, you know, like when people like consume drugs and alcohol to numb the pain of something or to they're they're dealing with something they're depressed they're stressed at work or like which i am stressed but not like not to drink but you know like they, they they're stressed about finances or whatever like that was not me like i just literally just would drink and that's what scared me because there was no reason for me to be drinking until i blacked out or like went to sleep there's no reason and so and then you know just wanting to be out and just be out in the streets like bitch it's crazy. Like, I used to like to be in the streets, bitch. I really like to be in the streets. It's crazy. Like, one of my favorite things to do is, like, well, it used to be, is go with one of, like, my guys, like, my my male friends, and just go to the club and just shoot the shit. It's, like, literally one of my favorite things to do. And a few weeks ago, Omar, I forgot what we was doing. He was like, Oh, let's go out. And I said, bitch, I'm going to bed. I'm going home. I ain't going to bed, but I'm going home. And it's just crazy because I, this is just not how I've been. And so for that to just completely change and be that part of me to be turned off, which I'm grateful for. I don't say that in like a, oh, I wish I missed those days. I don't. But today I started thinking, I said, bitch, it might be because my ancestors was like, all right, so let's close the chapter on that. You know, it's time for you to, you're going to be a single dad and you don't have, you don't have the, the space to be, the minute you get, you you drink one drink, you got to drink seven more or six more, five more. Don't matter, like, you don't need to be doing all that. You need to just be fucking present and sober um and you don't got no business even drinking wine during the night like you know like yeah i would drink like maybe a couple bottles of wine throughout the week but you don't i mean not like two day two bottles a, a day <laughs> i mean like a bottle a night like for two nights so but you ain't got no business doing that when you got a child that you got to take care of you got to be aware and alert make sure the thing dying you know <laughs> making sure that you changing their diapers you on feeding schedules like you don't got no business drinking wine doing that you know what i'm saying like that and that's just the that's just the truth of the matter and i'm just so grateful that that has really changed in me um and it's kind of it, yeah it's just nuts that like i just get headaches and i don't feel well <sighs> And literally now, in order for me to, like, if I'm going to go to sleep, I just drink me some chamomile tea with some valerian. Like, I mix chamomile and valerian tea, and I be out, bitch. Cozy. So, not to say I wouldn't go back to drinking, but, bitch, if it's where how it is now, I'm like, bitch, I'd rather, I don't know. Because th that hangover, I, I, I had a glass or two 
I can't even imagine. I don't even think I had two glasses of wine a few nights ago. And bitch, when I tell you I woke up at 6 a.m., my head was pounding. I said, oh, no, bitch. Let me fucking take some ibuprofen and drink some more water, flush it out, and be done. Yeah. So, I don't even know how I got on this. Anyways, um, moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. By the moon and the sky. Come on. Your side. Yes. Sing it, sing it. Mm. I see the questions in your eyes. I know what's weighing on your mind. You can be sure I know my part. Sing. Cause I, cause I, you through the hills. You, you'll only cry those happy tears And though I make mistakes I'll never break your heart And I swear By the moon and the stars in the sky I'll be there, I'll be there And I swear uh, like the shadow that's by your side I'll be there For better or worse Through death to us part I love you with the Bitch, they're playing They got a show coming up on Friday Bitch, they're playing at Spirit Mountain Casino Grand Rondi Grand Rondi This Friday at 8pm so if y'all at Grand Rondi, bitch, hold on, let me look at this. Um, oh, it's literally called Grand Rondi, Oregon. Bitch, what the fuck? Spirit Mountain Casino, Grand Rondi. Let me look this up. Spirit Mountain Casino. If that is, oh, we got four four point two stars. Grand Grand Rondi, Grand Rond, Oregon. You better fucking do it all for one. And I swear. Mm. Jim Jeffries is also playing. Work, bitch. All right, now. All, uh, all for one. You better get your little gig. Bitch, can I say something that's not nice? Oh, my God. Not on Black History Month. Let me stop. I'm already doing really bad. I just really just annihilated Beyonce on Black History Month. Um, Can I be? Okay. I'm really happy I don't make music because, but hear me out. Even if, even if I had like, may, not, I don't even want to say a one hit wonder, even if I was like someone who had like two, three good hits, you know, I'm so glad I don't have to make my money like that. And I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm better than them, but like I'm I'm not trying to say that. But I think I just I just 
Like when I think of like, oh, they got their little gig. They're they're about to play Grand Rondi, Oregon this Friday. I said, bitch, work all for one. I don't think I at that age I want to be getting on no, nobody's plane to go do a gig. I wouldn't want that. That seems really miserable. And it's like the only way you make your money is literally you have to be on stage. Like when I think about Judy Garland, and that's, I mean, this is Judy the fucking Garland. So I'm not, she's definitely not a one-hit wonder. But, you know, like she had, and when she wanted to like make money, she would have to get on stage. She would have to get in a car or like get on a bus, a plane, and, you know, check into the hotel for that night and go do the show and then come back and figure it out the next day. And I just feel like I really do sympathize with people like that. I feel like that's not a, in my opinion, that's not a glamorous life. That's not a, that sound, that seems very horrific. You know, do y'all know Amanda Perez? Um, what's the song? She, uh, you know, uh, God send me an angel. From the heavens above, uh, send me an angel to hear my broken heart from being in love. Cause all I do is cry. God send me an angel to wipe the tears from my eyes. So, you know she stay book and busy. Amanda Press stay book and busy. But it's like, I, and I'm, I, this, this ish sounds shady, but I, it's not really coming from like a shady point place. It's just me just talking openly, but I just feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like if I had two options in the world to be unknown or to be someone who had like one or two hits in the 90s or the early 2000s, one or two hits, would I want that or would I want to be unknown? And I would want to be unknown. I would rather get a day job. For real, for real. Not for play, play, for real. Because I would I would hate to have to, like, wait for a phone to ring in order for me to get paid. Like, I would... I, that would... That would stress me out, bitch. That would stress me the fuck out. Having to wait by the phone, waiting for a phone to ring... To, to figure out if I'm going to get paid, you know? And then you got to get on, on you know, Spirit Airline. <laughs> I didn't have to say that, but I just, I don't know why I just kind of, I just kind of imagine like <laughs> Amanda Perez on Spirit Air. <laughs> no, that was really fucked up. I should have said that. I'm sure they put her on like United or something, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't imagine flying economy to go to like a gig and getting paid like I don't know how much five thousand bucks, four thousand bucks to do a show, and then you gotta give twenty percent to your manager, and then you gotta give the crew and the, your musicians and stuff. So like I don't know how much money you're bringing home. You know what I'm saying? And then you gotta just do it all over again. I would not want that. If it meant you get to you get to be someone who has two solidified hits in this the space of music or be unknown i would i would i rather be unknown because that type of stress does not seem good you know and i don't want to be in my four i would never want to be in my 40s you know 50s just waiting for a phone to ring 
That sounds miserable. Just waiting for the phone to ring. Baby, that would that would drive me nuts. Having to ha, having to literally live your life with your ringer on all day long. You cannot you can never be on silent. Bitch, do not disturb. You better not. You gonna miss you gonna miss out on a meal. <laughs> Yo, I be fine. I okay, maybe I do get it because I do be kind of hella fucking disrespectful, and I don't really even mean it like in a rude way. Like I'm not trying to like eat you up, but it's like damn, like you can't be on do not disturb because it's like bitch, you, you want to eat? You better turn open up that phone, keep it on, keep it on, keep that phone turned on, bitch. As a matter of fact. Hook your hook your phone up to the Bluetooth speaker, bitch. Surround sound in this motherfucker, and wait for that phone to ring. Cause if you don't hear it, and 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 don't be in the shower. <laughs> you better be quick with them showers. Get your ass out this motherfucking shower before this phone ring. Like, no, like, that just seems so fucking miserable. But, you know, it just sucks because I just feel like making music is the one, I think, aside from, like, acting and other areas of entertainment, the hardest sector of entertainment to really do well and make good money from is music. And that's for everybody, really. It's really for everybody. It's it's for the producers, the sound engineers, the the songwriters, the the every fucking person. It's just just really not the greatest. And it's just like I don't know, bitch. It sucks because I feel like if anybody deserves to be constantly paid is you know, musicians. Um Oh, Yuri is playing Balboa Theater in San Diego. Oh my God, on Sunday. Oh my God, Yuri. Would I go see Yuri? Bitch, no. No, because I live for Yuri. But <laughs> I really do. This is my shit, bitch. Yuri. Más o menos así. Yes. Vino blanco noche viejas canciones y se reía de mí dulce ambustera la maldita primavera que queda ni un sueño rótico sí de repente me despierto ido siento el vacío de ti me despero como si el amor te olería, aunque no quiera, sin quererlo pienso en ti. Sí, para enamorarme ahora, volverá a mí la maldita primavera. Que sueño sí para enamorarme basta una hora pasa 
primavera pasa ligera, me hace daño solo a mí. No, because honestly, Yuri ate that song, uh, bitch. <laughs> like, no, you really got to put a little bit of respect on Yuri, bitch. She really fucking ate that song. La maldita primavera. Bitch. When the song, when that song come out? Let me see. Um, Where La, La Maldita Primavera come out? I know that shit is old as fuck. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta be, like, let me see when this album came out first before I start talking sh cash fucking shit. Let me see. Um, La Maldita Primavera, bitch. P bitch. Not the 80s. Bitch, hold on. Oh my God, hold on. It might be beyond the 80s. No way. No. Bitch, we're in 1983. No way. Where's... Hold on, I just gotta figure out what song... What time did this song come out? La maldita primavera. Um... Hold on, bitch. Because I, I really do need to know this. Um, sorry, I know I shouldn't be doing this while I got y'all on the phone. Hold on, is this it? No. Amiga mia. Ooh, that's my shit, bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it clearly. Oh. 1996? No, that's Versión Ranchera. I don't know. Anyways, bitch, it doesn't really fucking matter. But the thing is, again, like, you know, she, she, how old is Yuri, bitch? Sorry, I just gotta. Um, Yuri is award-winning singer, actress, and television host from Mexico. I don't really care. Anyway, so, but like, imagine, like, she gotta be on, get on stage to make her, make her, you know, pay for her, her meal, bitch. And I'm not even trying to say that to be funny. Like, I'm like, it just seems very like, damn, like, you got to do that to get some. Ooh, Juanes is coming. Juanes is coming to. Oh, my God. He coming to El Cajon. Maybe, maybe musicians really do be booked and busy. That's crazy. Juanes is coming out. Okay. Oh, my God. Ana Gabriel. Hold on. All my little um, Latinos is. Alejandro Fernandez. Oh, shit, bitch. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he in Tijuana. Oh, but he's also playing in Valley Cena, Harris Resort, and so... Okay. Oh, that's in September. Iana Gabriel is playing in Tijuana in March. Okay, okay. Um, Yuridia, bitch. She playing in Tijuana también. Okay, who else? Sorry. Gloria Trevi, I've seen her a few times. I do like she's playing in San Diego. Bitch, let me tell you something. If 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 anybody gonna stay booked and busy, Gloria Trevi. That bitch stay on a fucking tour, bitch. That whole stay on a tour. I'm not talking about club gigs. I'm not talking about casino gigs. This bitch be staying on a tour, an arena tour. She on an arena every year. Every year she got a new arena tour third eye blind i was just talking about these bitches third eye blind is playing in san diego in june it's just so nuts that like 
And I mean, these are not like one hit wonders. So I'm, I think more specifically what I'm trying to talk about is like the one hit wonder girls. Like I'm talking about, you know, the Amanda Perez's, the, um, whatchamacallit, um, um, all for one bitch, John B, you know, John B like girl, is anybody checking for John B like that? You know? But you know, it's, it's, I mean, I'm sure there's things. It, it makes sense, but I just would never want to just wait by the phone to ring. That just seems very like stressful. Yeah, I just feel like I'd be very stressed. Um, well, let's see. What are we gonna talk about? It's Black History Month. Did I really want to talk about anything for Black History Month? Um. I had some sort of idea and I can't remember it. This is why I need to start writing these things down. Anyways, let me take a break. Move right along. It's Black History Month for the Black people. It's Black History Month for the Black people. For the Black people. For the Black 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 Black. It's Black History Month for the Black people. It's Black History Month for the Black people. But Black people, Black History Month. Ooh. Yes. To freedom. Queens don't always talk. All right, so welcome to Black History Month. I am your host, Solomon Ray. Um, so this week, I really want to talk about Black-owned skincare brands. So, um, yeah, so let's talk about some of those. Bitch, why am I about to fall asleep? Ooh, not, hold on, not be getting ready to do Black History Month. And bitch, I fall asleep, bitch. It's almost, bitch, it's almost 1 a.m. I got to be up at 9 a.m. for doc, this doc. Uh, no, I have a phone call at 9 a.m. No, 10. Then I have another phone call at noon. Then I have one at 2. <laughs> then I have a doctor's appointment at 3. I was going to try to cook tomorrow, too. Baby, I'm tired. I might need to hit pause on this and re resume later um but no let's do the black history month um first skincare brand up to bat is called uzari and it's by jasmine R zachary founder of uzari skincare created this line based on the skincare traditions of nigeria and ghana that she grew up with nice lovely it's called uzari skincare and you can find them at uzariskincare.com. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Undefined Beauty R&R. No, Undefined Beauty is a Black-owned beauty and wellness brand that launched in 2018. Its mission is to democratize democratize beauty okay with an undefined uh, unapologetic uncompromising and unfiltered all right no let me stop no i'm trying to be nice let me because i did that with the, the trailblazer thing last time like two weeks ago when i started black history month and 
it got a little crazy, so I'm going to just be nice and reserve my opinions. Um, its mission is to democratize... <laughs> Sorry. Its mission... <laughs> See, I'm already fucking it up. I'm already gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get another bad review. I'm gonna get another bad review from y'all. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't even have done Black History Month for real. Um, its mission is to democratize beauty with an undefined, unapologetic, uncompromising, and un unfiltered approach <laughs> via a plant-based solutions that are affordable and accessible. <laughs> This hydrating face and eye serum adds moisture to dry and dehydrated skin types. Okay, so what I hate is things with commas. Like if it's a list um, or like a bunch of adjectives, keep it to three. Like, I don't know, maybe, and clearly this is, somebody proofread this. But I was always told, keep it to a maximum of three if you're listing things. Unless it is an actual list, then okay. But if it's just a bunch of, like, you know, adjectives or just, like, more descriptive shit, keep it under three. You know, four is kind of excessive, undefined, unapologetic, uncompromising, and unfiltered. It should really just be three, but, you know, I'm just being a dick, so... But yeah, Undefined Beauty is a Black-owned beauty and wellness brand that launched in 2018. Shout out to you, Undefined Beauty. All right, next is Shawnee Darden Skincare. As an esthetician to the stars like Kelly Rowland and Jessica Alba, Shawnee Darden knows skincare. We love the brand's intensive eye renewal cream with firming peptides and face sculpting wand. Yes, you could buy Shawnee Darden's shit at Sephora and on Amazon. Okay. Um, what the fuck is this? It's a $69 eye cream. Work, Shiny. Um, next is Butter. Founded by skincare expert Dorian Renaud, Renaud, Butter Skin is a gender-inclusive brand built off the power. Okay, don't say nothing, Solomon. Is a gender-inclusive brand built on the power of raw, natural, organic shea butter. Okay, top products include top products include the Coco Shea Revitalizing Cream, which has hyaluronic acid and vitamin E to hydrate and soothe your skin. Shout out to Butter Skin. Um, you can buy their stuff at Ulta Beauty, Walmart, or at Nordstrom. Girl, they got it at Nordstrom for $19. It's $33 at Walmart. I don't know why, but it's it's $19 at um Nordstrom. It's only two ounces though. Hmm. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, me and Tia are trying to do our cocoa, our cocoa butter, our shea butter, and and it's a little over 10 ounces. Two ounces is kind of nuts. Um, but, you know, at 19 bucks, that makes sense. Um, I don't understand the gender-inclusive. It's a gender-inclusive brand. Like, it's shea butter. Like, you know, like, am I missing something? Because this is not, like, I'm not even trying to eat them up. I've I've seen people say this a lot when it comes to skincare, especially I work in skincare, where people be like, this is a gender a non-binary, gender-inclusive, non-whatever-whatever-whatever skincare brand. It's like, bitch, it's fucking skin. 
Like, am I, am I, am I losing something? Am I missing it? Now, I do understand men's skin is a little different than women's. Y'all could still use it. We could all still use the same shit, but it is a little different. So what works on a woman that, you know, their skin's a little bit more softer and supple. So, like, skincare is going to get you together faster than it will get a man together because men's skin is thicker um, and oilier a lot of times. Um, and plus, like even Botox, Botox goes away on in men way faster than women because our body metabolizes the proteins or like it, the proteins in our body break down the um, uh, the toxin uh, of Botox. So and we need more units than women. So I understand I, I get on that spectrum of like skincare, but cocoa cocoa shea butter gender ashiness everybody get ash girl <laughs> like you know what i'm saying and i'm this is not this is not butter skins write up this is opradaily.com i'm reading this on so like it is what they wrote whoever wrote this so i'm not even really trying to eat up butter bitch i cuz i've bitch for $19 i'm about to go get me a little 2 ounce bottle of some Cocoa butter, bitch. Um, Y'all remember the St. Helens? Was it St. Helens or St. Helena? Helena? Remember that big old huge, like, container of cocoa butter? And, bitch, it wasn't doing nothing. It was just, like, water. Y'all know that St. Helens? I think it's called St. Helens. Cocoa butter used to get it for, like, hella cheap. And it would be watery as fuck. But it was, like, it wasn't combating nobody's ashiness. Ooh, it was so annoying. Anyways... You know what it is? You know, let me... Okay, pause. Because I know where I'm going to go when I keep going through all these things. I'm going to be eating them up, each one. And that's just who I am. That's just how I... That's just how I process things. So, but it's not to like... I'm not trying to take away from any of these brands at all. Um, and I'm also really excited and love the fact that there's a lot more Black-owned brands, but also more things on the market for Black people. You know, like growing up, we you would buy that fucking St. Helens cocoa butter. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all you fucking had. You just had that little watery ass, fucking nasty ass cocoa butter. And now we getting the good shit. We getting the, the butters, bitch. The good butters, bitch. And and now, you know, the shea butter, they got the more expensive shea butter, like the really sickening shea butter, bitch. So it's like there's so many more options to where like I got to thinking, I was like, damn. My baby's not going to know what it's like to use watery-ass fucking <laughs> cocoa butter. They're going to know, bitch, they're going to be using um, the baby mama body butter. That's what they're going to be using. But, like, and that is kind of sickening that, like, oh, your mom and dad made this. But it's like they're not going to know what it's like to do all those watery things that you would get from the beauty supply store. And... But it's so nice and such a beautiful landscape that we live in right now to where there's so much more for us. Um, and it's just it's just nice to see because I, I, I remember a time where, like, it wasn't much, girl. You know what I'm saying? You didn't you weren't privy to, like, really great products that were specifically made for you and things that your skin needed. So 
I say all that to kind of let you know that's where my heart lies because I am going to eat some of these write-ups because I think the write-ups is what sends me a little bit more than anything. All right, so next up the bat, we have... Uh, um, I don't know what this is. Moving right along. Next up the bat, we have Fenty Skin. Need we say more? Rihanna's skincare line, Fenty Skin, has quickly become a favorite among the beauty-obsessed everywhere. Thanks to Rihanna's renowned attention to detail and commitment to servicing a diverse range of skin tones, with ingredients like alpha-hydroxy acids and niacinamides, Fenty products helps regenerate healthy fats that keep skin moisturized and soft. Yes, Fenty. Um, you already know where to buy that, Sephora. All right, so um, next up to bat, we got topicals. Melanated skin is more prone to eczema, and luckily, Black-owned brand Topicals has products specifically for the condition. Did we mention that it also donates a portion of profits to important mental health advocacy initiatives, including Therapy for Black Girls and Fearless Femme 100? Oh, cute. I love that. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. It's $18 at Sephora. It's called Topicals Mini Faded Serum for Dark Spots and Discolorations. Work. Profit. Wait. A portion of the profits to important mental health advocacy initiatives. Therapy for Black Girls. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Okay, moving right along. We got 11 by Venus Williams. Few people know the struggle of caring for your skin in the sun better than Venus Williams, who has spent her entire career playing tennis and winning Grand Slam titles under the beaming rays. That's why her sunscreen brand, Eleven, is such a revelation. Not only does sunscreen protect the face and the body, but it also has a lip balm with SPF and oft, oh, an oft-overlooked part of sunscreen routine. That is true. Yeah. You don't really see a lot of, like, lip balms with SPF. Um, and you know what you also don't see a lot of SPF? And I shouldn't even give this idea to anybody. Mm, oh, well. Is hair. There's not a lot of SPF in hair. So, products. So, I mean, probably shouldn't really say that. But, um, yeah. Um, so, shout out to Venus Williams. Um, you could buy her shit at Saks Fifth Avenue, Ulta Beauty. Yeah. All right. So next up to bat, we got the Honey Pot Company. Bea, Bay, B, B Dixon launched the Honey Pot Company 10 years ago with the mission to expand self-care ex, ex, accessibility via affordable and effective products that use gentle ingredients. Now the brand is one of the most successful Black-founded brands in Target, oh, Black founded, girl, um, brands in Target history and available at other retailers like Walmart, CVS, Whole Foods, and Walgreens. Discover a variety of vaginal wellness products from washes to sprays and cleansing wipes that are sensitive enough to use on your intimate areas, the body, and the face. You know what else you can use in your intimate areas, the body, and the face? The Coochie Clorox. Um, but you already knew that. Yeah, I... I feel like I heard some great things with them, but then I guess something changed with this company, of course, when they sold. Um, and then the ingredients became not like all natural. It was something the girls, you know, women were online talking about it. I mean, it didn't concern me because I don't have a coochie, but so I kind of 
skim through it. But for the most part, what I remember is the girls were saying, like, it changed a lot. Um, but still, nonetheless, super sickening. Shout out to the honeypot. What else we got? Um, play pits. Natural, uh-oh. Natural kids deodorant, uh-oh. Play pits is a black-owned small business created by a mother who wanted natural deodorant options for her family. It now offers a variety of kid and adult-friendly deodorants that use clay, cornstarch, and baking soda to help neutralize unwelcome smells. Hmm. $12 at Amazon. Hmm. Cute. Um... Uh, I'm, do, do, do you guys like the natural deodorants? Let me know. Um, uh, I feel everybody I know. Okay. How can I say this without being rude? I feel... And by I feel, I know, because, bitch, I've lived it. But anytime I smell someone a little funky, they're the, I, without saying anything, eventually, like, let's say you're at, like, mm, I'm not getting any specifics, just saying allegedly. You know, let's say allegedly you're at a little house party and somebody's a little funky and nothing too, nothing too crazy. It's not too crazy. It's not too, too crazy. But it's a little like, ooh. Mm, okay. It's nothing too crazy, but it's a little, mm, you know? So it's allegedly, let's say you smell it and you're like, oh, okay. And then later on throughout the, the night in the party, they're in the kitchen and they're like, yeah, I use a natural crystal deodorant that I get from Whole Foods. It's so much better for you. And it, and then you're like, oh, that makes sense. And throughout your life, anytime you smelled someone a little, you know, just a little bit more pungent. Um, and then you find out that they're using natural deodorant. I've never used natural deodorant, so I don't know if it works or not. I don't really know. But all I do know is the examples that have been bestowed upon my nostrils have not been great. And so I think that's why I'm so quick to be like, no, I don't want natural deodorant. I want the aluminum. Um I get where people say, like, the aluminum gives you cancer or something. I don't know. I think that's what they say. Um, so I'm trying not to have an opinion about it, but I feel like it's cute to have, like, natural kid deodorant. Like, maybe this might work if your kid is, I don't know, like, 9 or 10 but see, from what I've been told, is a lot of kids now are using deodorant at an earlier age. I didn't start using deodorant until, like, maybe 13, 14. And I know that sounds wild. I'm sure you're like, bitch, that's so late. But I just, you know, I wasn't like someone who played sports. I didn't do anything crazy. I just literally... And I was kind of like a late bloomer. Like, I was like a... Puberty hit me later on in life. So I want to say like I was like 13, four, like using deodorant regularly was like 13, 14 maybe. But I know some people like, bitch, my child is seven years old and they're using deodorant. I'm like, oh my God. So 
I feel like that's cute, especially if it's for kids. Um, I do not see myself being someone who will want all natural things for my kids. I know it's probably the best for them. I just don't think I, I'm, I, I generally wholeheartedly, I do not see myself being that parent. I don't think I'm going to be the needs to be all natural, organic, skincare, body care, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think I'm going to, I'll be that, you know? I see myself being like, oh, you want to use a fragrance? You want to use one of daddy's fragrances? Cool, spray it. You know, where some people were like, oh my God, there's chemicals and toxins and cancer. It's like, girl, walk outside. Okay. First off, walk outside. You see that? You see that grass? Touch it. But also it's like, girl, walk outside. Like it's death is everywhere. And I just feel like I don't see myself as tiptoeing through life being like, you can't do that. And that's BPA. And this has to be like, nah, bitch. I don't really give a fuck. You know, it's going to dry their skin out. And like, I just don't really. I I mean, I say that now, but I know I'm not going to change. I, I know I'm not going to care about stuff like that. Like, I'll care to an extent, but I don't think I'm going to be OD. I generally don't think I'm going to be OD. Mm -mm. And then even like, bitch, I know I'm going on a tangent. It's Black History Month, so I'm going to get back to it. But I was on this little message board with the gays. Bitch, I hate the gays. Honestly, let me let me honestly probably save this for my beef. Let me write this down for my beef, the gays, because I just it's a constant beef with them. <laughs> them is it, like like it's not me. Um, Beef, gays. Let me write that down because before I don't forget. But one of these gays was like, um, how do I, we have a five hour or like a nine hour drive or they're picking up their baby. And thankfully these gays are not getting on a fucking plane with a three or three day old baby. Okay. I don't want to get into it, but, um, and they're driving, like, I think, I don't know if he said five hours or, or if he said nine hours. Either way, the, he over here and he over here making a post stressing the fuck down. What am I supposed to feed my baby? I don't know what to feed them. Like, bitch, they're like, bitch formula. Like, the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, but there's a recall in formula and they can't have that. And babies below nine months can't really have powdered formula it has to be pre-made and blah 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 that's what the cdc is recommending and it's like bitch please go to hell please go to hell with all that shit like i do not see myself being that way and maybe this is alarming to you parents you know but i just do not think i'm going to be i know i would not be that type of person who's like the cdc say we you know, it's not really good. You know, this is the better formula, bitch. It's give they as long as they fucking fed, bitch. You know, as long as you're not giving them fucking poison and like water, you know, <laughs> and they're not choking to death. I feel like just relax. You know, like I just I just generally do not think I'm going to navigate parenthood 
tiptoeing around things, baby proofing a lot of shit, being afraid. And maybe that's because I'm a guy and that's how dads and guys typically are. I just generally do not think I'm going to be like, oh my God, you know? So nonetheless, when my child start to get a little funky, bitch, if that little natural deodorant don't work, bitch, you go on upstairs into my fucking the bathroom and go look under and grab grab bring me down my fucking deodorant lift your fucking pits and let me spray you down bitch like that <laughs> like that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> like i'm gonna just you're just gonna you have to use the the aluminum sorry i mean <laughs> now this might be a joke a little too far but i mean with the way we're going you know we might not even have a fucking planet in 30 years. You know what I mean? So it's like, girl, like, you over here. Let me not fucking say that. That is the most disgusting thing I could probably say. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we may not even be alive in 30 years. So it's like, girl, please, let's just put the the aluminum on right now, okay? Um, But shout out to... Play pits. Um, next up to bat, 54 Thrones African Beauty Butter. Christina Funke Tegbe created a luxurious brand. Um, brand. Oh, wait, a luxurious skincare brand. 54 Thrones in 2015. To. Excuse me. <sighs> excuse me. Uh, side note, when you yawn, please cover your mouth. Okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna remind anybody about that anymore, but when you yawn, cover your mouth. Um, the brand partners with wait, to highlight the beauty rituals of Africa, the brand partners with skilled artisans who handcraft the products and each formula consists of high quality African grown ingredients. The result is a powerhouse line of products that will be reinvent will reinvent your entire skincare routine. I mean, I don't know how much reinventing um, a body butter is, but sure. <laughs> you know, but I get it because you have to make this sound like exciting. You know, I I get it. You have to write you have to write nice copy for your products, but it's like reinvent your entire skincare routine. I don't know how much a body butter can reinvent my entire skincare routine. I don't know how it's going to like, you know what I'm saying? You're not like reinventing the fucking wheel, you know? Like, please be fucking for real. High quality, skilled artisans who handcraft the products. Like, okay, this is not nice. I get it. It's Black History Month, but I'm calling bullshit on this. This product is $18. Skilled artisans who handcraft the products. You're not handcrafting products that go into Walmart and sell $18. You're just not. I don't know who's lying to you. I don't know. Maybe the people who wrote this article just got the press release or took little bits from the website, but it's a lie. It's a fucking lie. You're not handcrafting skilled artisans who handcraft the product your product cannot be 18 dollars and sit on the shelves of walmart with that high demand and that low of a price because when the price is low and the demand is high you need to make huge quantities of that 
Who the fuck is ma- who's handcrafting shea butter to go sit on the, the shelves at Walmart at, and priced at 18 bucks? Please be fucking for real. Don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like run those games with somebody else. Please don't run them with me. Don't lie to me. Do not fucking lie to me, Craig. $18 handcrafted. What do you mean hand like handcrafted? Maybe handheld. Maybe it's been held by hands. <laughs> you know, like maybe they picked the boxes up and moved them from one warehouse to another. But like, please be fucking for real. Okay. Please be actually fucking for real. So, not to make this about Tia and I, but um, as you guys know, she's been making Lola's body butter for years now to kind of help with Lola's itchiness and blah, 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 blah. So she literally, it is handcrafted in her kitchen. So when we started to manufacture this, they did a batch kind of not handcrafted, but in low batch that's not made by a machine and it passed. And then the next thing that we needed to do is it needed to pass mass production and being made fully by a machine. And that was going to be the biggest test. And it passed. But there's you, we can't go into mass production on a product, make doing it by hand. I mean, you can, but like that doesn't make any sense. And you can't feel, fulfill the need of Walmart. And you're available on Walmart.com, which makes it even, even much more. You probably have to have more made to be on Walmart stores and walmart.com and priced at $18, please be fucking for real. Like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to like eat this up. You know, it was Black History Month and we love this. Christina, but like, Christina, please don't lie. Please don't lie. Please, just You just got to change. It, this is probably fabulous. You just got to change that one little line that talks about handcraft the products because, bitch, nobody, you're not, you're not lying to me about that. I'm not buying it. But, I would I would buy your butter. I would buy the beauty butter for $18 at Walmart. I really would. I really would. It's I feel like it's that sounds sickening. And also like reinvent your entire skincare routine. Honestly, please be Christina, Christina, Christina. Please be for real. Or whoever is writing your copy or your press releases, please be for real. Cause I, handcraft the products and reinvent your entire skincare routine and you are selling an $18 body butter, please be actually for real. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. I really would get on, do do something for Black Black History Month and be like, oh, let's highlight and then eat one, one company, one Black-owned company from that highlights the beauty rituals of Africa. <laughs> And fucking demolish them like, oh my God. But it is fat. I would say, you know, I would say try. The only thing is just the 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 jargon is a little like off-putting. You know what I'm saying? I can I can understand reinvent your entire skincare routine. I'll take that. I'll take it. But handcraft, I'm not sold. I need to see, I need to see somebody in a fucking hut handcrafting this shit, bitch. Okay. I don't I don't mean a bitch with a fucking hairnet on in a factory hitting a button. That's not handcrafting, bitch. <laughs> Let me move on, bitch. Next up to bat, founded um Homebody Forest. Founded by Rebecca Grammer Ibarra, a mom and former pastry chef. Homebody is a fantastic line full of herbal bath products formulated to soothe the body and mind. You'll want to add its plant powered 
bath essentials to your self-care nights. Oh, I love this. That's cute. We love a good um, a soak in the bathtub, baby. So shout out to Homebody. You can buy their shit at Ulta Beauty. This is some um, bath salts for $14. Damn. Hold on. Let me not. No, I'm going to be nice. How much are bath salts? Because you know what? I wouldn't be... I bought some bath salts for um, Tia yesterday. Bitch, I be buying her shit. Don't even realize, like... I don't even know if pregnant women can have shit. There's so many things pregnant women are just... It's off limits. It's things you wouldn't even imagine. Well, I wouldn't imagine. So, I probably... I probably didn't even Google it. You know, my dumbass bought her, like... Um... Some scented... <laughs> just saying that out loud seems so stupid. I bought her some scented, like, um, Bifredo um, body gel, or shower gel and body lotion, and then, like, a trio fragrance set. And I'm like, why would I... And then literally at the register while I'm paying it, I'm like, bitch, why would I buy this shit for a pregnant woman who's literally throwing up? Turn it on. Turn on your brain, Solomon. So... Um, but yeah, shout out to Homebody Forest. Next up to bat, Rosen. While many of us struggle with acne and breakouts, it's also a hugely stigmatized topic. Jamika Martin set out to change that by founding Rosen Skincare, a line of breakout and skincare solutions to help us prevent acne and repair hyperpigmentation. Work, Rosen. $12 at Ulta. Work, 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 work. Love that. Shout out to Rosen um, Skincare. Next, Black Girl Sunscreen. Oh, I've heard of this. Um, Shantae Lundy's sunscreen line, Black Girl Sunscreen, is a game changer for women of color, helping them protect themselves from harmful UV rays without having a white cast. The brand's formula is also provides um, needed nurture, nutrients with natural ingredients like avocado oil, Jojoba oil, cacao, and carrot juice. This sounds sickening. Yeah, because the reason why I hate fucking um, wearing sunscreen is because I don't like the overcast. And I can't even imagine, like, having a darker complexion and having to deal with that. Oh, my God. It would drive me nuts. Or I just wouldn't wear sunscreen. But here's the thing. There's, I think there's a misconception. Well, maybe not anymore, but definitely growing up, like, it was like, oh, black people, you don't need sunscreen. Yes, the fuck, everybody, everybody needs sunscreen, okay? I personally don't like to wear sunscreen, but, you know, um, but for these reasons. So, I, you know, bitch, I might try black girl sunscreen, bitch. It's 13, $31 at Walmart or $16 at Target, probably for, like, a smaller size. Um... And it's so, that sounds sickening. Carrot juice. That's what, like a bunch of vitamin E or vitamin A? That's lit. Oh, duh, carrot juice. Sunscreen makes sense. Um, Work. Okay, I'm going to try that. So y'all go try the Black Girl Sunscreen. Next up to bat, we got Bevel Beard Trimmer. Founded by CEO Tristan Walker, Bevel caters to the specific needs of people of color, especially men with coarse or curly hair who shave. Its safety razor and cleansing face wash help achieve smooth skin with no irritation or ingrown hairs. Um, I've heard some a lot of really good things about Bevel. 
um, not the, I had, they sent me years ago, the shaver, like the one, I think, bitch, hopefully I'm not being rude, but I think it was Bevel. Was it Bevel? Yeah, it was Bevel, because it's literally a Bevel. Um, they sent me the the shaver with the one blade thing. And the thing about shaving, um, especially for really, really black people, um, I would say like people of color, but like I don't really see it a lot in like the Latin girls unless they're more like Afro-Latino. But like the hair curls quicker. So like once it comes out, you know, you just get ingrown hair. So, like, I've had so many of my friends who be, like, gagging on the fact that they be like, bitch, I'm afraid to to shave because I'm going to get ingrown hairs. And <laughs> my dumb ass, you know, growing up, knowing that, I was always so afraid to shave. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I don't want ingrown hair. Because I was, I had acne, too. So, I was like, bitch, ingrown hairs and acne, I'll literally kill myself. Um, but there is, so not to take away from Bevel, but there is, if you are someone who deals with ingrown hairs, this, you probably already know about this by now, but Tin Skin, you can get at the beauty supply, bitch, that shit will save your face. Once you shave, even if you shave your coochie, your booty hole, whatever, put that Tin Skin, it's called Tin Skin, like T-E-N-D, like you're tending to something, Tin Skin, you get that at the beauty supply, bitch. Everybody be using it, and it saves your fucking skin. I don't know what the fuck is in it, but that shit is the truth. Um, but Bevel is really good, too, because the whole idea, if I remember from years ago when they sent me this, was it's better for your beard to have one one blade as opposed to multiple bl- blades, because that's going to just cause irritation, and you're not supposed to really shave more than once like you know one swipe and you're done whereas like over and over and over like that's where it really gets like in gross hairs ir- irritation so anyways shout out to bevel we love you girl um 237 at walmart bitch hold on no let me click on this because this is crazy 237 dollars greg but it's 150 dollars on amazon okay work 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 Bitch, I might need to buy this. Bitch, let me put this in my cart right now. Because I do need me a good, a new beard trimmer. And by, honestly, the reason why I need a new beard trimmer is because my two other ones are not charged right now. And I don't know where the the cord is to charge them. So I just, got to buy another one. Um, Okay, shout out to Bevel. We love you, girl. Okay, next up the bat. Kinlo Cooling Body Gel Moisturizer. Founded by tennis star Naomi Osaka, Kinlo is a skincare brand designed to provide inclusive education about the dangers of sun damage to those with melanin-rich skin. Okay. The lineup of products includes the Golden Rays Sunscreen with SPF 50, Available in three tinted shades of all skin types, light, medium, and deep. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Moving right along. The cooling body gel is another great addition to your skin care routine for its cooling and moisturizing formula. Interesting. $5 at Walmart. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> um. Next up the bat. Hold on. I'm not doing all this. This is... Ooh, bitch. It's like... 40 
I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one more bitch or two more. Um Okay. Love Scrub Mesh Body Exfoliator. The mission behind Love Scrub is to reveal your best skin. The mesh body exfoliator gets at inspiration from West African beauty standards. It's made out of nylon and can last for up to 18 months. The color of the exfoliator represents modesty, wisdom, and happiness in West African culture. That is a sale. That is really selling the product, baby. Really selling the product. I guess for $18, you really do got to be able to sell the product because, <laughs> girl, a body exfoliate, like, you know, like, you know, like those things that you buy. I started showing these on my Snapchat about a year ago, maybe. It's those like, um, they're like long washcloths, but like exfoliate, like, you know, like those mittens that exfoliate. It's like that. And you can put them in the washing machine. They're really great. Um, they're super duper cheap. You buy a bunch of them. They're like divine. So that this is what that is. It's fabulous. If you want to go and buy one at Nordstrom for $18, you can. Or Ulta Beauty for $18. And it lasts for up to 18 months. Um, and the color of the exfoliator represents modesty, wisdom, and happiness. Listen, it's a... You got to sell the product. And, you know, I can't even... I can't even fight you for it. Because if somebody says Solomon sell this body exfoliator, I'm like, girl, where do I start? <laughs> the mission behind Love Scrub is to reveal your best skin. The mesh body exfoliator gets its inspiration from West African beauty standards. And you want to know what's really fucking funny? And I'm not, I, sh I hate the fact that I'm saying these mean things about these companies. The funny thing is, and I think it's, I only say these things because I, I, I'm part of that industry. Like I know the ins and outs of things. So it's so funny where it's like inspired by West African beauty standards. The color means blah, blah, blah in West African culture. This shit is literally made and manufactured in China, which is nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with things being made in China, nothing. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like when it's like, oh, inspired by West African beauty standards, inspired. This means in West African culture, West African, West African, West African for a product that is literally mass produced in China. Please be fucking for <laughs> You know, I just feel like, am I, am I the only one who kind of sees that a little differently? Like, of course, yes, it could be inspired, of course. I get it, but it's like, girl, this is a stretch. Like, please be fucking for real. But it's a fucking exfoliating. And th these are good, though. Like, these are like things you definitely want. Like, I would say buy this. You can get it for super cheap off of Amazon, but like, girl, support a black owned business. Yes, it's 18 bucks, girl. Especially if you're on Nordstrom, you're buying a bunch of other shit. Throw that in the bag. It's 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 something that is really super sickening. And it is like, let me tell you something, bitch. Trade will live. Trust me. Trade be touching on this body, bitch. And they be like, oh, you're so soft, so soft, so soft. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Soft and slippery as a motherfucking dolphin, bitch. No, my, it be soft, bitch. And I don't really know why. 
I really don't want, don't know why. So, but I do know when I get that little exfoliator and I be exfoliating my my body be slipping and sliding. Trey be there's this one little piece of trade who was actually supposed to come over last Tuesday, but I lied. And I was like, mm, I'm working till like 11 p.m., which honestly, I was. That's the funny thing is I lied, and 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 I I was at the gym and I said, oh, I'm working. I'm still working till probably like 11:30 midnight or whatever. And I was at the gym, and so I got home, girl. And I literally was I like I literally jinxed myself. But anyway, so he lives. He'd be like. Oh, your skin is so soft. He just be rubbing on it, rubbing on it, rubbing. On it. Anyways, um, but yeah, I be using them little exfoliators. It, mine ain't from West Africa. Mine from Amazon. So, um, all right. Next up to bat is um, let me see. Do I want to do that one? No. Do I want to do? Oh. Here's a really great one. Um, next up to bat is Baby Mama. Baby, Baby Mama is the brainchild of Solomon Ray and Tia, a dynamic duo dedicated to revolutionizing maternal skincare. Solomon, a Latin recording artist, entrepreneur, skincare guru, and the brilliance behind the highly successful brand Sawray Beauty, joins forces with Tia, a devoted mother of two and 15-year veteran in the beauty industry, to pioneer exquisite skincare solutions specifically for mothers and their children children so um you already know okay you know you know now listen now listen linda you know i wasn't gonna get through this whole black history month and talking about skincare brands if i wasn't going to mention at least one of my skincare brands so baby mama it is um and and, and and the product that is really sickening, let's talk about the highlight product. It's not on Oprah, Oprah yet, but it will be. The no, it really will be, especially because the girls are getting their bundles back. Um, the highlight product is the hair revival serum. Um, a breakthrough in hair care that revitalizes and stimulates hair follicles for luxurious and healthy locks. Our hair revival serum is enriched with powerful active ingredients like sheep-derived placental protein and an epidermal growth factor. This serum goes beyond traditional hair products to promote natural growth and strength. The unique formulation harnesses the regenerative properties of placental proteins and the growth-inducing benefits of Epidermal growth factors, offering a comprehensive solution to those seeking luscious and resilient hair. Safe for use during pregnancy, this serum is specifically designed to address postpartum hair, hair concerns, showcasing optimal efficiency in the restoring and nourishing hair post-delivery. Go to babymombrand.com. You already know what to do. Okay? You already know what to do. That's Black History. Shout out to our Black History website. <laughs> Shout out to Baby Mama on Black History Web. That is, that is, we're going to highlight um, Baby Mama. And I mean, it is a Black-owned um, business. No, so recently I had to kind of like, 
get somebody, not really get somebody together, but I had to email a legal department regarding our website. Um, there was just like some fucking shenanigans going on. And I, at the end of the email, I did like a slight, like, not like watch out, but like a kind of like keep it cute moment where I said, I forgot what I said, but something to the tune of like, um, you know, as a new up, new Latin and black owned business, we are trying to get our feet off the ground. Or something I said something like that. I was like, so I, you know, basically I was like, please don't work against us. And, you know, of course everything went into our favor. And they're like, yeah, 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 everything's fine. But I was like, bitch, mm-hmm. y'all can't be talking about no. We, you know, we support Black-owned businesses, Latin-owned businesses. Bitch, well, that's me. We we, we both of them. We both of them. We got both of them. Mm-hmm, both. Latin and Black, both. Okay, both. Is this a Latin-owned business? Yep, mm-hmm, yep. Yep, add that to there, too. Is this a queer-owned business? Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm, add that, too. Add that, too. Is this a Black-owned business? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Add that, too. Add that, too. Add that, too. Add that, too. We all of it right now. Okay, so all of it. What work? What can I get with this? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because it's really like, what can I get with this? It's Black-owned. Oh, you're not celebrating the Black folks today? Okay, what about... um? It's Latin-owned. Well, that, that's not working right now? Okay, okay. Um, It's it's queer-owned. Will that will that get me in? It does? Okay, cool. Let's, let's roll with that. It's queer-owned. What works? So anyways, um, shout out to Black History Month. Um, not me shouting out Black History Month. That's so stupid. But um, I wanted to give like a little um a little shout out to black owned skincare brands since I myself am a skincare brand owner. Um, I thought that that was going to be kind of fun and, you know, a little different than like the not the typical like Rosa Park, Martin Luther King you know, write-ups, because I don't want to say I don't care about them because it's I don't mean that, bitch. But, like, I think I want to really highlight things that I'm I, I'm tied to as well. So that's why, like, when the first week I was like, oh, let's highlight, like, some queer trailblazers. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, this week, um, skincare brands. So next week, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll do, like, you know what I really want to do, but I I don't know how I'm going to be able to do it, but I really want to highlight some um, black queer artists that I, I I know specifically and I've worked with um, and some that I don't. Maybe I'll do that next week. So hopefully you guys enjoyed my Black History Month um, and moving right along. All right, so if you want to write into the show, please send in your questions to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. Oh fuck, it's almost two o'clock. Ugh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep doing it. I gotta get back into the swing of like working my ass off and like getting things done, getting things accomplished. I have a kid coming in eight months. I have to like, you know, get a lot of things like just fucking do it, Solomon. Fucking do it. Um, okay, so we got a, a a letter. Get your glasses, bitch, because this is long. Sorry. Um. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God, girl, this is long. <laughs> oh my God, is there an option where I can put this on Google and it can read it for me? Hold on, there, hold on. Let me. Th no, this is like for real dead ass long. Actually, let me do word count. Let me see how many words this is. <laughs> no, this is wild. No, like this is, but it's 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 fully it's it's written nicely. I can tell, and there's good punctuation. There's good um formatting, so it's gonna be easy to read. Let me just do a little word count. Word count, sir. Girl, two thousand five hundred eighty-two words. <laughs> speaking time, speaking time, seventeen minutes and twelve seconds, fourteen paragraphs, one hundred and forty-seven sentences. <laughs> uh, no, top top words. Oh my god, this is so funny. Top words in this whole thing, bitch. It's used seventeen times. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see. Text to speech. Let me see if they can do that. Let me see. Because, you know, my I, my eyes don't work right now. This The most authentic AI voices, no. Natural reader. Free, to, free text to speech online with realistic AI voices. Ooh, Davis. Good evening. We have a packed show for you, including new... Uh -uh. I still get nightmares. Oh, no. I can't wait to see where life takes me in the years to come. Bitch, you sound gay. What sunshine is to flowers? Smiles are to... Good evening. We have a packed show for you. Okay, I want to do David. ...developments in the economy and an in-depth analysis of the latest international story... Oh, no, there's more bitches. Good morning. Welcome to World News at 8. Ew. Look at that, Sarah. The stars out here are incredible. Can you believe... Hey, it's been a while. How Good morning. Welcome to World News at 8. I can't wait to see where life takes me in the years to come. You've been through tough times before. Oh. I can't wait to see where oh. life takes Dear mom, you are my role model. Uh-uh. I love you. You want to know, but I am not. I walked deeper into the forest. Oh. My sense is heightened by the macroeconomics as a branch of the while the thief was distracted by the sound. I took the opportunity. As a result of certain delays, we have had to make changes to. As a result of certain delays, macroeconomics is a branch of economics Ew. dealing with the performance. Be Good evening. We have a packed show for you. And I can't wait to see where life takes me in the years to come. Okay, no shade. I feel like he sounds more like me. Every day, I feel myself growing and changing. I'm just gonna do him. Do I gotta pay for this shit, bitch? For personal use. Perfect for individual students reading or dyslexia. Bitch, that's me. That's all me, bitch. Drag and drop your file or copy and paste. Okay, bitch. Let me put it in. Okay, let me see. Let me see if I can put this on the... Hold on, let me see if y'all can hear this. Okay, so I'm going to read it like this. Sorry. Cause I I know myself I won't be able to read this and not fuck up and it's gonna and it already said it's gonna take me seventeen minutes to read it so like I already know with the way I read it's gonna take even longer let me see okay come on hey girl I've been an OG supporter since twenty twenty 
I saw you on my Snapchat Discover page, and what caught my attention was the food. I enjoyed your cooking stories, but I fucking stayed for your personality. Because bitch you too fucking funny, and we really similar in our way of thinking, and how we carry ourselves. Okay bad bitch energy, period. You bitches could never. Cause a lot of motherfuckers think that being a bad bitch gotta do with looks. No, that's just a bonus. Being a bad bitch is really all about your fucking mentality. Any bitch can get their body done, but you bitches can't get your fucking brain and personality done. <laughs> Sorry, you either got it or you don't. <laughs> Anyways, back to the point of this letter. I honestly never thought I'd be writing into the show, but now I think I finally have something that requires feedback from another like-minded individual. So boom, let's get into it. <laughs> I'm 24 years old, and when I was 17, I was talking to this little nigga or whatever who was a year older than me. Let's call him Mr. T, Mr. T, and I began talking on a regular basis in fall 2016. We'd talk on Snapchat, Instagram, and I had even given him my phone number. However, our frequent contact with one another ended abruptly one day in spring 2018. He stopped hitting me up, which was kind of shocking because niggas don't ghost me. I ghost them. <laughs> okay. Like how it go from him being all up on my body eye to me never hearing from him again. I mean, he stayed pressing me like button downs on a Friday night. Amen. To the point where I ended up blocking and unblocking him multiple times, but it was never on no malicious shit, just on some boy you annoying, let me breathe type shit. He'd always want to link up, but I never wanted to because, frankly, he just didn't capture my attention like that. He only captured my attention to where I'd entertain his little convos every now and then. But he never captured it to the point where I actually wanted and was willing to meet up with him in person to kick it. Despite us never meeting, he made it clear he had feelings for me because I'm intelligent, ambitious, funny, I look good, can carry a conversation. Period have an amazing personality, etc., etc., the whole package. Period. He'd mention how he wanted to pursue something serious with me, and how he needed a girl like me in his life. Like, duh, bitch, I can make these niggas fall in love with me and be ready to commit at the drop of a dime without even fucking them or meeting them in person, and that's how you know you that girl. I know you feel me on this. It's truly a blessing and a curse. Yeah. So back to Mr. T. He'd tell me that I was the only girl he talked to, and he'd act like he was my man. But you know how that go, you're my man and I'm single. He'd often make possessive remarks like you better not be talking to another nigga and shit like that, <laughs> and I would be straight up with him and say, I'm not. I'm talking to like another four. <laughs> and he would think that I was fucking around being funny, but I was really wholeheartedly dead ass. <laughs> He really thought that we were exclusive and only talking to each other and that there was eventually going to be something serious between us. Bitch, you thought. Cause you know you and I are the same girl, so we really don't take these niggas serious. After fuck all. We just play with their feelings and whatnot. Period. We have our little boy toys to talk to when we got some time to kill cause you know we got more important shit to Period. focus on rather than making a man dick a priority. Period. Poop. So whatever, I wasn't <laughs> tripping when he went MIA cause I had other shit to worry about, plus I had my roster full, honey. You already know I had other hoes, and those hoes was above him on that roster. 
It would have hit differently if he was my favorite hoe and then he then disappeared out the blue but he wasn't. So whatever. It made my life easier by having one less boyfriend annoying me. Right. Blowing up my phone. So a couple weeks go by since Mr. T's abrupt disappearance and that's when I get a text from a random number and turns out it's his mom asking me where he at. <laughs> Bitch, he died? Oh, bitch. Limit reached. I gotta pay $19 a month. Hold on. Bitch, you got me fucked up. Hold on. Sorry. I guess I gotta finish reading this. Um, God damn. That was really nice. I really enjoyed, like, not reading, like, not having to stumble through reading. That's what it, what it really is. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, let me see. Where did I leave off? Okay. Yeah, I do. I my damn my glasses are upstairs too. So a couple weeks ago, um, go by since Mr. T abrupt disappearance, and that's when I get a text from a random number, and turns out it's his mom asking me where he at. Like, bitch, I don't know the fuck. He ain't my man. So <laughs> side note. I really love the way y'all write these notes because it it's literally like if I'm saying it myself. Like, like, bitch, I don't know the fuck. He ain't my man. Like, that's that's how I would say it, but that's how I envision you writing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I don't know the fuck. He ain't my man. So that's when I put my thinking cap on and think, hmm, he suddenly stopped hitting me up and I stopped posting on all... Oh, up and stop posting on all social media. And now his mom is asking me about him and his whereabouts. Bitch, is he dead? That's when I came to the conclusion that either one, he's dead. <laughs> Yo, I really went through this whole, like, this podcast, this episode, thinking like, oh, you know, my listeners don't really relate to me. Like, you know, bitch, I'm clearly, like, something's not hitting the mark with them. Like, I'm missing the mark on some areas. Like, blah, 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 blah. To, like, reading this, and it's like, bitch, you're literally, it's like, you're taking the words out of my mouth. That's when I came to the conclusion that either, one, he's dead, or two, he's locked up. Right, he's either locked up or dead, bitch. After his mom hit me up, some more weeks go by, and I get a Snapchat from Mr. T, but it's actually his cousin. Oh, Lord, he dead. <sighs> Bitch, he's dead. His cousin talking about Mr. T is locked, <laughs> locked up, and he wants your number. To which I reply, I already gave him my number. He should have memorized it. Ooh, I have bigger fish to fry with school full-time and work full-time and getting this body right in the gym. Honey, honey, honey. This see, this is why I need talk to text because I this will not take me 17 minutes. This will take me 40 minutes to get through. Baby, let me tell you something. Working full time, being in school full time, plus it's finding little two hours out of the day to go to the gym. Bitch, you think I got time for you, bitches? Do you really think I really genuinely have time for a man? You want me to be laid up on the phone to do girl? This little cutie was talking to me um, earlier today, and he just kept talking and talking and talking and talking, just telling his whole motherfucking life. And the whole time I'm looking at the clock like, bitch, I got to get on his mic and record this motherfucking podcast. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you. You're pretty. He was also 26 years old. So it's like, side note, I... Okay. I don't mean this in, like, a mean way, but, like, I did not know he was 26. But here's the thing. He he didn't look old. He didn't look, like, ugly or nothing like that. I just... He just did not give off 26. These little 26-year-old men is looking like men. Fully bodied, like, just bodied out. Like, face is not, like, it's not giving little boy face. You know, like, I feel like 26 is like, girl, please. So when he told me he was 26, I said, oh, my Lord. I was like, I don't need to be messing around with no 26-year-old little kid, okay? But then I could tell he was 26 because, like, the conversation, I was like, girl. Oh, my God. But then I was like, you're 26, so, of course, this is how you would talk. You know, like, they're like, oh, you know. When I was in high school, that's what we did. I'm like, bitch, you talking about high school? Girl, I'm about to be 40 years old. Um, But yes, it's like, girl, I don't got no time to be sitting up on no phone with no man. I barely, I barely have time to be entertaining a man in my house. I had no business inviting that man over. I mean, granted, he was, he didn't stay too, too long. I want to say he prop. Afterwards, he probably we talked for probably honestly like 35 minutes, which I think is kind of excessive, but I can handle it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like a dick. I'm not trying to kick you out my house, but th- 35 minutes is like, okay, uh, no longer than an hour. This one time, I think I said this last week, but there's this one guy who wanted to hook up with me so bad. And then finally on a Sunday, I was like, oh, yeah, come through. I have like two hours or whatever I can, you know. I didn't say, like, I can give you, but, like, basically, I was just, like, I have, like, two hours, you know, open. And he was, like, oh, we're not going to be able to, like, cuddle and do all this other shit. I said, no, bitch, like, Billy, don't you touch that shit. Get off of that. Just get off of it, okay? Get off of it, Billy. Get off. Thank you. Um, But, yeah, I was, like, bitch, I don't, like, I have work i have things i need to do you know and outside of work the only time i have moments to myself to really kind of like balance my mind out is going to the gym or like driving so like no so i girl i get you um you said i have bigger fish to fry with school full-time work full-time and getting this body right in the gym i didn't have time to talk to a nigga in jail especially when i never fucked him or met him more importantly i didn't even see him as a friend and he wasn't even one of my favorite hoes like i said he was low on the roster even though he was fun to fuck around and chop it up with and that was that that was the last i heard or knew of Mr. T back in 2018. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, I keep yawning. Um, fast forward to November last year, I get a message from Mr. T on Instagram. Oh my God, girl, not... Hold on. Billy, if I get up off this mic, it's not going to be pretty. What did I tell you to do? What did I tell... Hold on. Yep, you better run. You better run. Because I'm going to get up in that ass. What did I tell you? Because ain't that dog here that she needs to be fucking around with. And Ryan just be looking at her like, bitch, I told you. 
We'll see Ryan be knowing. Um, where was I? Fast forward to November last year, I get a message from Mr. T on Instagram. I was shook at the bitch. I could not believe my eyes. And this is where I fucked up. I knew I shouldn't have fucking replied. I knew that if I replied, he would immediately get the wrong idea and think I'd opened the idea of holding him down while he do his little bid. When in reality, I just decided to reply because I'm single. I had the time and honestly, just out of sympathy because I really do feel bad for him and my heart breaks for him and any other young black and Latino man out there who fall victim to the system and become another stereotype slash statistic in this country. I can't imagine getting locked up at such a young age, missing out on your prime years, being apart from your friends and family and not experiencing life like every young adult deserves to. How old are you, girl? You sound so wise. You sound like me, honestly. Like, yeah. Like, this is how I... You sound like me, bitch. Um, but at the same time, come on now, nigga. You knew that what the fuck you was doing. <laughs> he got locked up at 19. He's 27 now. I mean, 25 now. And he's still in that bitch and still got more time to serve. I can't imagine being in his position, nor what he's endured so like i said i replied due to sympathy and just being a good person you know giving him some outside contact from a bad bitch he used to crush on i thought i'd be nice for the both of us to catch up and reminisce considering it's been damn near six years he even had the audacity to say why did i ghost him back in the day when he had his cousins reach out to me boy i don't owe you shit like wow he really thought we were together how like I said, I knew, I love a bitch who's like, like I said, I love a bitch who's like I said, <laughs> I love a like I said type bitch. Like I said, I knew that he was going to interpret me replying back to him as, quote, I want to be here for you, babe, while you serve time. And bitch, was I right? Ugh. Every, ever since I replied to his Instagram message, messages and gave him my phone number this nigga sees me me as his little girlfriend just like he did back in the day he calls me every day multiple times a day and my dumbass answers but i can't front i really do enjoy our conversation i look forward to his calls like ew what the fuck we end up talking for hours the vibe is there bitch we even facetime we talk a lot and our conversations really do flow like we are a couple I recognize I'm also at fault for that because I have been talking to him like he's my man, but that's just because I ain't shit <laughs> and I be bored, not because I'm really interested. Billy, I swear, you're, I get it. It's time for me to go to bed. I get it. You want me to go to bed and it's time for us to hang it up and go lay in bed and watch Drag Race. But I'm letting you know now, you keep fucking with shit. Yes. You, you keep fucking with shit, we're gonna fight. Because there ain't nothing underneath that motherfucking refrigerator. The toy, I, I took the toy out. It's sitting over there. You played with it. The other toy is over there. You've been playing with that. Leave it alone, Billy, before I slip you a melatoma, a melatonin, or and, and some pro fucking propofol. And I really have that cat Xanax in the refrigerator that the vet gave me. It's supposed to be a quarter of a, a, a CC. Bitch, I'll give you a full CC if you keep fucking around. 
have your ass sleeping for the next 38, 48 hours. Um, where was I? Um, dun, 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 dun. especially in a time when he feels his behavior is appropriate. However, I never wanted it to get to this point. I never wanted it to get this far, I swear. Because like I said, <laughs> I replied out of sympathy and because it's been so long since we talked. Not because I really want to be there for him and support him as a ride-or-die bitch while he down and out. I've already told him all this and much more multiple times. I've also told him I'm still willing to talk to him and be here for him as a friend, and he wants more. Years later, and his special... His feelings for me haven't changed. He says he's still interested in giving us a chance, especially now that he's grown and rehabilitated and knows what he wants and needs in life. I mean, if I didn't take him serious back then, why would I take him serious now? Just because we older and single and because he's locked up and I feel bad? No, bitch. I'm single by choice. He's single because he's locked up. Ooh, cold ass bitch. <laughs> I'm single by choice. He's single because he's locked up. <laughs> ah, comedy. <coughs> oh my God. He's single because he's locked up. <sighs> Not to mention. That if the roles were reversed, he would not do for me what he wants me to do for him. He is asking for way too much, way too soon. Oh, my God. Me calling my, he, you calling my phone and me answering is one thing. But me going out of my way and paying money to reach you is another. And that's just going to lead to him thinking even more than I really am fucking with him on that level. He wants me to download the prison app. <laughs> make an account, deposit my own money into that account just so that he can text, just so that I can text him. Boy, bye. I don't give a... <laughs> I don't give a fuck if it's only cost five cents to send a text message. Fuck, I look like paying money to talk to a nigga who ain't even my man or a family member. He recently mentioned he wants my address so he can send me gifts for Valentine's Day and birthday since they both coming up. Like, why? He is delusional. And I told him straight up, quote, don't give me anything. He better save them coins because prison is expensive. <laughs> Yo, this letter is cracking me <laughs> this letter is cracking me the fuck up, bitch. I'm like literally in tears reading this. He better save them coins because prison is expensive. That's funny because it really the fuck is. <laughs> no, because I think people don't realize how expensive prison is. Like all them commissary things be hella expensive, bitch. No, because you'd be fine. It'd be like, bitch, you pay for how much? For this? For what? Oh, shit. No, prison is really fucking expensive. <laughs> that is so funny you said that. I've never heard anybody, like, really talk about it. But it's so it's so true. It's so expensive. <laughs> but, um, 
But should I accept and receive them gifts, though? Laugh my ass off. But then again, what kind of gift can, oh shit, I'm so sorry. can I expect from a nigga in prison? A card? A drawing? <laughs> a drawing? Like, for real? <laughs> Additionally, he, you are funny, bitch. No, like, dead ass? I think you put your age in here. Or did you? You're funny. Um... Let me see. I'm 24 years old. You're 24. You are funny, bitch. Yo, I'm like, this letter is comedy central. Um, You say, what am I going to get? A card? A drawing? Because you know that's what prison niggas do. They just give you a cute little drawing. They they be good drawings, though. They be really good drawings. But like, bitch, what am I, what am I going to get? A drawing? Like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Yo, that's comedy. Like, for real. Additionally he, additionally, he wants me to visit him in prison. Mind you, we both from the same town in the Bay. But this nigga got sent to prison in L.A. Bitch, you got me. <laughs> Bitch, you got me. <laughs> Bitch, you got me fucked up thinking I'm going to drive down there just to see your ass. Nigga, I don't even drive to see you before. <laughs> I don't think I can read this without... I need text to talk. I really do need text to talk because this shit is comedy. I didn't even drive to see you before I got locked up when we were in the same motherfucking town, literally 15 minutes away from each other. He says he's going to be sent to a level two prison this year up here in the Bay. So my first question to you, Solomon, is should I go visit him when he moves up here? No, right? Fuck that nigga. He's crazy. Okay, good. That's what I thought. <laughs> And my second and most important question is, should I continue or stop talking to him? Should I just keep doing what I've been doing and keep acting? Because I am an actress. <laughs> I love in, in quotes, because I am an actress. <laughs> As his little girlfriend, even though I know damn well those aren't my true intentions, I know me pretending to be his little girlfriend will continue to make him happy and make him his time in prison a little easier to bear with, with since he stays calling and enjoys talking to me and says how I make his day. He claims he can't stop thinking about me day and night. I have no problems going back to my fuck girl ways and playing the little girlfriend role and pretending that I want to be there for him. I could continue to answer his phone calls and keep talking to him like we're in a relationship, but let's be real. That shit is too time consuming and he really don't deserve that. He doesn't deserve me leading him on. He also, oh, he already's been through enough getting locked up at such a young age and I think it would hurt him even more to have him believe that he got a bitch out here loyal and committed to him he gonna think I'm out here waiting for his release so we so we can finally be together only for me to crush those hopes and dreams later on down the road <laughs> I mean I don't mind linking up with him and catching up again and maybe seeing what that dick do since he's out He's out, but as far as me promising a relationship right now and writing to the wheels fall off, great idea, wrong girl. Fuck I look like saving my heart and my pussy for a nigga in prison that I've never fucking met. I'm not dumb like you bitches. That poor motherfucker, my heart goes out to him. <laughs> or should I cut him off? I'm not going to lie. I really do enjoy talking to him. <laughs> you are a best. Girl, you are a mess, and it's fun to pretend to have a little prison boyfriend, especially since I don't have to see his ass. We stand a reformed convict. 
We stand a felon who be working out hard in the yard. Oh, yes. But I do believe we should stop talking. I think it's the right thing to do in order to protect his feelings or prevent him from getting more attracted or excuse me, more attached and in love with me. I don't want him to get him getting fun, getting shit further misconstrued and thinking that I am really down for him because I am not. Or should I get my gifts first and then cut him off? What should I do? Kick his ass to the curb, right? Uh, I knew it. I'll miss him, but I know it's what's best. I'd love to hear your thoughts because you never fail to give top tier advice. And thanks so much for reading. I love you and your podcast and wish you nothing but the best. You really are an inspiration because... Bitch, how you go from homeless to mother? (laughs) 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 Because, bitch, how you go from (laughs) home? Because, bitch, how you go from homeless to motherfucking CEO? Because, bitch, how you go from homeless to motherfucking CEO? Bitch, no, because honestly, reading that out loud, it's kind of nuts. Because, bitch, that's such a drastic jump. You go from homeless to CEO. That's crazy. <laughs> when you put it like that, it, it is kind of sound kind of wild. I fucking conic. You bitches could never. You bitches could never. Junior, we waiting for you. <laughs> Not we waiting for you. <laughs> not you bitches junior we waiting for you p.s i knew he w- he was gonna be a boy ever since you posted that video of you dancing to oh boy by cameron that's right i know how to connect the dots don't fucking play with me <laughs> sincerely <laughs> sincerely alex <laughs> y'all alex you are funny bitch your comedy no, you're really like actually comedy, bitch. You might need your own podcast. You're funny. And you're you do a good storytelling too. Not a lot of bitches can do that, aka Beyonce. Um, okay, so a lot to cover here. Okay, so where do we begin? Where do we begin? Um, you know, I would entertain the idea of getting gifts because my friend Jonathan was talking to this one dude in prison. And, bitch, he was getting broke the fuck off with nice designer gifts. And I was so bewildered because I'm like, bitch, how are you in jail buying designer, like, expensive-ass gifts? And so, like, it would be funny because we'd be, like, chilling or whatever. He'd be like, oh, he's about to um, face. I need to go FaceTime my prison boyfriend. And they would just be FaceTiming and he'd be in jail. And I'm like, what? This is some crazy shit. I've never seen anything like this. But so don't underestimate those gifts. I mean, it it may be a drawing and a card, but bitch, you you never know. And honestly, hold on. Um, you might. I mean, I don't really want to give this advice to you because I don't want you to like set yourself up and it could be dangerous. But <clears throat> Let's say you are really his, like, little girlfriend in in prison, right? Of course, when he get out, he's going to want to be with you. But let me tell you something. I don't know, like, 
where he at he at in life you know what i'm saying i don't know what type of connects he got but if you with a man and he in prison and if especially if he is a little slightly connected in that life bitch that's instant protection for you outside in the real life that's instant protection for you right outside it you know meaning like let's say let's say his name is pookie and say you oh that's pookie's girl and you know what i'm saying and so all you got to do is you talk with every time you talk to pookie be like uh you know this is what i'm going through or whatever and this bitch getting on my nerves pookie could have somebody because they they eventually start networking and getting their shit connected for the outside world and so you could if a bit i shouldn't say this but if a bitch piss you off i'll put it this way if a bitch piss you off Pookie could have some have that bitch handled. Not saying murdered, not saying murdered. Please don't come after me, bitch. I don't need the FBI busting down my door, bitch. But I'm meaning like, you know, Pookie could probably have somebody talk to her and be like, yo, leave Alex the fuck alone, ho. You know what I'm saying? It could be a lot. Of, it, there's There are some perks to doing the little internet, not internet, the little prison girlfriend situation. There are some perks. And don't es- underestimate those perks. And don't underestimate the fact that they are in prison and be like, oh, what you gonna do? You in prison. Them bitches find, bitch, they ain't got nothing else to do. They don't have anything else to do. You know, you are in school full time. You are working full time. You doing the Kanye workout plan in your gym. You busy, okay? You got a lot going on. These bitches don't. They don't have anything going on. They just sitting in a motherfucking four-by-four cell, eating three meals and laying on a cot and probably having gay sex. So they ain't doing anything, girl. So it's like all they thinking about is you and they're getting more and more obsessed and all they want to do is make you happy and... There are some perks, and trust me, they will find a way. If you say, bitch, I want some pots and pans that are look like X, Y, and Z, bitch, they're going to find you them pots and pans. Trust me, baby. Baby, let me tell you something. When my dad was in prison, I was getting broke off left and right. I never not stayed in no designer clothes. Like, my dad was breaking it off, Okay. Every, every, like, before school started, when you go buy your, your, your school clothes and all your, your shit, done. Bags, bitch. Bags. Bags. Bun, b- b- um, truckloads, bitch. Couldn't even fit it in, in the trunk or the backseat. Bags of stuff. Bags of stuff. Oodles and oodles of supplies, bitch. Whole time, my dad is literally in a fucking prison. Can't do shit. But they be making shit, they be making it work. Even when my mom was in prison, this is horrible that I'm even saying this, but even my biological mom, she was in prison and she would be sending me shit, shit I didn't really want. I mean, I was young, but she always found watches and all sorts of like shit. Now I would be like, how the fuck you get this from being in prison? Like what, how does it, they find a way, bitch. They fucking find a way. So don't underestimate it. Um, You get your gifts. Um, and, and I wonder what else you can get out of it. There are some perks. There are some perks from it. And I will say that them prison men are 
I mean, can't be anything but loyal and faithful because, bitch, there ain't nobody in prison with you but some men. So the only people they're going to be fucking around with is boys. And they do. They do. They do. I know the girls don't really want to talk about that. The girls don't really want it. And I don't really think it's, like, so gay. Like, ooh, he's gay. No, I just genuinely feel like they be in that prison and it's like they ain't got nothing else to do. They be, one, bored. And then two, they mind get the racing and men have a high sex drive. So it's like, bitch, you know, they just be having sex with each other, which is wild to me, bitch. Bitch, they be fucking. Okay. No, bitch. I, I went onto a rabbit hole of prison sex. Don't ask me why. But <laughs> no, because I did not believe it. And then I started going down this rabbit hole and people were like, posting like little videos i said oh my god like first off how do y'all got phones in prison second who is supporting the wi-fi connection and three how did you get your only fans to work like i have so many questions but the thing that was really crazy is they be having sex bitch they be fucking down to the ground honey they really do and that is just wild to me because i'm just like how did you prepare for this? You know what I'm saying? Like me, a whole gay on the outside with resources and privilege. It if 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 I'm if I'm gonna perform the seven wonders, bitch, I need like a 48 hour notice. For real. If I'm gonna perform the seven wonders, which I rarely ever do, but if I'm going because it's too much work, and plus I also don't really like it that much. But like if I'm gonna perform the seven wonders, bitch, I need a 48-hour notice. Okay. And a three-hour lead time. No, uh, I need a 48-hour notice, a 12-hour lead time, and a two-hour prep time, bitch. If I'm gonna perform the seven wonders and y'all over here in prison eating prison food, no being able to shower only once a day. <clears throat> oh no. Y'all, that's how I know these bitches are horny. Cause there's no way, no way you would be performing the seven wonders and doing all that just on a whim, not with prison food. Do you know what prison food is, bitch? low fiber food bitch like just <laughs> bitch so i they be fucking okay they be fucking they be fucking they be fucking they be fucking however i do not think that they're gay i know that sounds crazy but i generally do not i don't view them as gay i just feel like they're just in a predicament and it's the only thing that's gonna work for the next it's so many years because i'll say this they be fucking in them prisons but then when they get out they don't be fucking with men anymore so you know what I'm saying? It's they, it's they give it up once they leave prison. So that's why I don't be thinking that they gay. Anyways, um, get your things. Um, I would say still talk to them if you want to. Um, girl, if I were you, I'd be like, you know, I don't got no money to be putting on the little prison app. I don't got no money for none of that stuff. JPay or whatever, none of that. I don't got that. Um, he'll if if he really want to talk to you. He'll find a way to get it done. He will. I would do it. I would still talk to him. I mean, it's I mean, it's sad that I would rather talk to a somebody in prison than like like that, like texting and stuff like that, than I ever would with somebody on the outside. Isn't that horrible? That's really trash of me, huh? But there's something like elusive and fun about it. Like, oh, you're in prison. 
<laughs> That's horrible. But it is, you know? So I would still talk to them. Um, <clears throat> that was 40 minutes. So I need to wrap this up. Um, Because it is now, like, super late. But still talk to him, girl. And thank you so much for your letter. I really enjoyed reading it. It was long, but I actually really did enjoy reading it. Um, the way you wrote that was so funny. It's just really tickled me. So wishing you all the best, Alex, and moving right along. All right. So I was going to do beef with these gays, but I don't really have time for that because I'm like, literally, I'm actually dead ass tired. It is 2 a.m. I still got to take my ass up into this motherfucking bathroom, wash my face, do my skincare routine. Bitch, fuck. I was supposed to do, um... A little get ready with me. Fuck. I was going to do a little get ready with me about like the baby mama products and the Sawray beauty products. This is why you don't be inviting niggas over. Like this is why you don't be single. I mean, this is why you stay single. Because when I don't got nobody in my life, I get so many things accomplished. I let that man come over for 35 minutes. Or, like, really an hour, but we talked for 35 minutes. I let that man come over for an hour, and it just threw off everything, bitch. Oh, maldita. Um, so I'm not going to do my beef. I'll say my beef for the gays next week, because I'm sure there'll be some more gay shit that's pissing me to fuck off. Um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, wait, I really had like a really fat, good final thought this week. Um, um, oh, I would say like my final thought is to just say thank you or just be appreciative or grateful to people. Definitely for like life and things that the universe is giving you, but like, you know, take some time to like tell people thank you. Um, that's really important. Um, today was, I thought was going to be our last OB appointment, um, which technically it would have been our last OB appointment. So I showed up to the office. It was Valentine's Day. So I showed up with like some little donuts and I wrote like a, a card and I wrote like a little letter in the card um, to our doctor and team, basically just talking about like, you know, when we first started this journey, we our first fertility clinic told us that we were stupid. We shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be using her eggs. We should keep things separate. And really just, I felt discouraged. And I just felt like this was such an uphill battle. Um, I felt like I had to kind of like, <laughs> I was about to say lip sync for my life. <laughs> I thought I had to like really prove myself. And the thing is, this whole process, you I, I went into it thinking, oh, this is a piece of cake. I'll just get a boy and a girl and we'll be done and moving right along. You know, I'm like, just swipe the card and let's go. And when I started getting knee deep into it and started kind of really understanding what this whole journey looks like it's called a journey for a fucking reason. And, um, bitch, I don't, I'm gonna try not to cry, but <clears throat> you, you, I started to realize like it is a long journey for a lot of people. 
It's a lot of downs, rarely any ups. It's a lot of gone wrong things, things that are failed, things that didn't work out. Next round, let's try again. Let's try again. Let's try again. More money, more money, more money. And once I started to get a whiff of that, I was like, oh, this could be an uphill battle. This could be a little difficult. Um, and even me and Tia, very briefly, I want to say in October or something, um, after her egg retrieval for her sister, right before my, ours, um, she said, and we were both like, just briefly talking, we're like, it's crazy how like y- you get older and you're like, oh, this is an uphill battle. Like this, this could be a little bit more work putting into it. And so, <clears throat> you know, th- and the fact that everything I wanted happened the first round, the first try, and perfectly, and not like just, oh, everything happened and you you just getting by, child. You know, it's like, you know, doing passing with flying colors and exceeding numbers and doing, you know what I'm saying? Like that, even though, yes, we weren't dealing with any fertility issues or nothing, but it's just, it's, it's a scary thing to go through and to have a team that was just so, um, like, I, I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was a dollar amount. I didn't feel like I was a transaction or a client, you know, which ultimately, if you really think about it, if there, it is a medical setting, so technically it would be patient, but I'm not even a patient. Tia, if anyone is a patient, it's Tia. I'm just more like the, the person who writes the check. You know, so I'm more like, I feel like I'm more of a client type. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a weird spectrum. To, I mean, a weird area to be in because it's not, I've said this before, it's not like cancer treatment. It's not like your primary care doctor. It's not like you're going, you don't need this. You know what I'm saying? You do not need to go to a fertility clinic. You do not need to have a kid. You want to have a kid. You don't need to. So it's beyond elective. Like, there's elective surgery. There's like plastic surgery. It's like, this is like, in my opinion, it's beyond because it's like, you do not need any of this stuff. So, um, it's, so it, it, it could, it could be in a, in a space where it's like, it's just about dollars and money, you know, and don't get me wrong. I kind of always understand that. And I never felt that way with them. I never felt like, that as a matter of fact, bitch, they be forgetting to even charge me. Today they charged me for like something that I did a month and a half ago. They're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta charge you for this." I'm like, "Oh yeah, here." You know, they be forgetting. I mean, they don't forget, forget, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like they be like, "Oh yeah, we forgot about this." So I just it was kind of bittersweet to kind of have this our last appointment are kind of like towards the end of the road with them before basically they're handing us off to like, you know, the real world. Like they're like, okay, well, you know, we're done with you. You know, this is the done with this part of the journey. Now you guys are alone and you, you do this on your own. Now you go to your OB and, and we're done, you know, and 
that's not what they said, but that's kind of how like I, I kind of took it. I was like, oh, this is the end of it. So I wrote them a letter, just kind of really expressing like um, my gratitude and the fact that they kind of led with their hearts and not with just going through the motions. Like they really did lead with their heart. And I think that that's so important, especially in this sector of medicine, I guess you will, like science and medicine. I think that's, it's so important to have that. Um, and I don't know, I just felt like an immense amount of gratitude and I just wanted to share that with them. And at first I was like, girl, I do not want to go buy this car, girl. I don't want to stop in the morning and go get these 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 um donuts and stuff like that. But I was like, no, I actually do. I actually really do want to do this. I do want to show my gratitude. And <clears throat> I think sometimes um, I get in my head about like, bitch, nobody cares about this. Or like, oh, bitch, nobody cares about some damn donuts. Oh, bitch, nobody cares about shit that they can't use. Or, you know, like I get in my head about that. But it's when you realize that it does make a change or it's it is it is something good for you, but also good for them to hear too. Um, afterwards, I got a call and they were like, you know, thank you so much just for writing that letter. Like that was really nice that you wrote that. And you forget like how much I think sometimes people need to hear how thankful they are. Or no, I think people need to hear other people tell them how thankful they are for them. Am I making sense? Because um, it 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 reassures you, you know. It, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, I I think I'm I'm doing this for the right reasons. I'm putting my heart into this, you know. Um, even for Saw Ray Beauty, I get people talk about, oh, I have eczema and it helps my eczema. It helps my scarring. I, I feel better. Like, I feel more confident. You know, I had someone literally tell me this yesterday over FaceTime. And they're talking about, like, you know, your face wash and your serum. It makes me feel better and it helps my skin and I don't feel so ugly anymore. And, I mean, yeah, we were joking, but it's like it came from a real place. And it lets me know that, like, like, sometimes I even need to hear that. I need to hear, not saying, like, you need to praise me, nothing like that, but, like, a little, I need to hear some of those things because it it grounds me, and it also lets me know that what I'm doing is good, and I should always lead with my heart. I should always put my heart into it, you know? Even with this hair serum, we're getting people back who are, like, getting their hair back. And to hear that, it, it's... It, it it just kind of, it makes the long hours meaningless. You know, it makes like those long hours, those sleepless nights, those, all those moments, long hours of packaging orders and just all that, getting in fights damn near at the post office, all those, it's like, that's such a small price to pay for just those little brief moments of hearing someone say thank you or, you know, like it just makes it all worthwhile. So if there's my final thought is if there's someone that you want to just kind of that you appreciative appreciate, you know, tell them, you know, write them a little note. It's all I think it's always so beautiful to get like a handwritten note from someone because nobody does that anymore. So it's it's one thing to send a little text message, but it's like to get a handwritten note. 
in my opinion, that's really classy. So if you don't do that, but even just telling somebody, like, you know what? Thank you. I have a, a friend who, for the longest, and I, I never, it never bothered me because I knew why she was like that, but she wouldn't, she could never say thank you for anything. But I knew why. I knew like the the history behind it. I knew like why it was hard for her to say thank you. And so like, um, and it's interesting because like now, fast forward, now she says thank you. Now she, like, takes the time to, like, call and say, like, thank you or, like, you know. And not saying I needed to hear that, but for for this specific instance, it wasn't like, oh, I need you to tell me thank you. It's just the fact that I see your, your healing from your past. And now saying thank you isn't, like, a, a sign of weakness. It's not like a... You know, now it's not that for you anymore. And seeing that makes me feel so much better. Um, and it's just, it's just nice to hear. So if you have anyone that you appreciate or just want to say thank you for anything, I think that it's never not going to be out of, you know, out of season. You know, it's going to always be in vogue to just tell people thank you and be as appreciative as possible and verbally let them know because it makes your day but it also makes theirs and that's it so moving right along all right so that's the end of the show bitch i need to get in bed um Let's see. We got bundles. We got bundles going on with the Sawray Beauty. So go to sawraybeauty.com. There's bundles available. Um, there's a, tons of bundles to choose from. They will be sent out at the end of the month. Um, the face wash is... Every face wash comes with a silicone face scrubber. Also, the Coochie Clorox is back. Also, face cream back. Also, the large collagen serum is back. And if you buy two, it's at a discount. So all those things you can place orders at on sawraybeauty.com. And they will be sent out at the end of the month. Um, you can also still pre-order um, things from Baby Mama at babymamabrand.com. You can get the hair revival serum as well as the stretch mark serum. And we are getting... I can't confirm for sure, but more than likely, um, I, I'm almost confident, but we're trying our hardest to be able to put a sample of Lola's body butter in each order. So it doesn't matter if you order one bottle, two bottles, a bundle, it doesn't matter what you order. Every single order is going to get the gender reveal sticker as well as the gender reveal postcard that's hand signed as a thank you note from Tia and I. And we're going to try to put in a sample of Lola's body butter because you really have to try this to to love it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like we were um, we were talking about this today at lunch and it's like it's really one of those products to where like when you put it on, you're like, oh, bitch, this is 
this is the move, bitch. This is the move. One of the ladies at the fertility clinic, she put it on. And she was like, oh, I love it. I love the scent, blah, 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 blah. Then we get to the front. Like, we're, we're leaving. And before we leave, she comes out from the back. She said, bitch. Well, she didn't say bitch. But she basically was like, bitch, this is, like, such a great product. Like, what is... And we, you know, we're like, well, it's not out yet. She was like, no, I love this. It feels great. So, it, like I said, it's one of those products where you... It sounds crazy because it's like, girl, it's a body butter. But because it's whipped and it's so light, airy, and fluffy, and there's no film left over, there's no greasiness. Because, you know, like, a lot of shea butter stuff is very oily and greasy. So, it's like, you don't want all that shit all over. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to be, like, slipping and sliding, honey. So, it's it's such a divine product. So, we're going to try to put a sample of that in every single order that goes out for the pre-orders. So, um, if you place your pre-orders... You don't have to worry about it. You're going to more than likely get it. Um, but if you are on the fence, <clears throat> feel free to place your pre-order. It doesn't matter what you order. You'll get all those three good goodies for free in each package. So head on over to babymambabrand.com. Um, be sure to listen to Tia and I's podcast every Monday called Life in Progress. Um, What else, bitch? I'm so annoyed. I got to wake up early in the morning for this fuck-ass phone call so they can go over my Ozempic. Uh, I'm like, fuck it. I don't even want to wake up for this. I got to wake up in like literally seven hours. I'm so... Anytime I don't get my eight hours of sleep, I get so annoyed. <laughs> like, I start to get real aggravated. Um... <clears throat> What else? That's honestly about it. I need to get off this mic. Until next week, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.